Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 23. And for those who didn't, didn't see that, um, just as we went live, I think I, I jump scared my, my co host. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. I was not expecting just, it. wasn't that. expecting that, that intro so quickly, so, so abruptly and full on. <laughs> Right, so <laughs> so for those who can hear laughing in the background, um, let me introduce my two co-hosts. Then um, they are, of course, the lovely Pizza Beth. Hello, Pizza. How are you? Hello, Mister Steve. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And uh, the wonderful uh, the 3D Show. How, how are you doing, 3D? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm great. Good. You scared the producers out of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I just? I want to make it a quick. I'm going to make it a live apology. Last week, when I uh, I introduced my two co-hosts, two co-hosts, not guests. First of all, <laughs> let's correct that. They're not my guests. How they dare are, you? They are my Come co-hosts. And also, how was your kitchen? Now, I never addressed it last time. <laughs> you, I asked you how was your kit. How how was you? You went. Yeah, I've got half a kitchen. I went. Yeah, great. And we <laughs> we sort of. Just completely brushed yeah. over it. Is your kitchen yeah. now looking better, or is it still in the same sort of like state it was? Uh, the, the podcast is not long enough for me to go. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I have a kitchen, but does it, it work? Is, no. Okay. Is it um, a full so kitchen I or have, half? It's a, it's a, a kitchen is there, but I have no sockets and no oven. All right. Right. So, so it's still yeah. halfway to be. there. So still, half. yeah, still, still halfway there. Well, yeah. well, hopefully uh, that gets hopefully yeah. that gets addressed soon. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so yeah. people are going so, to be getting um, phone calls and yeah. Uh, well, and, I've done that. Let's <laughs> go up for word up. All right, okay. Smack bottom. You get, yeah, there'll be Will Smith out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, half a slap to the chin. Uh, yeah. Add, right. Add some, uh, so, <laughs> okay. On the on that um, note, should we? Um, Let's get started then. So as we always do on the podcast, we like to do what we call a spotlight. It could be a game from recent weeks or recent months or recent years. Basically a game that we've enjoyed or we've played or we would like to give a first impression of because, you know, that's what we like to do. And then later on, we do some news and towards the end, um, pizza usually has a joke of the week. I'm going to get around to doing a, um, a little jingle for that. By the way, pizza. I've I got, want, I've got, like, <laughs> I've got to do it. We need, to, maybe, we, need pizza, we need a pizza. Uh, pizza hut. Maybe, we need a pizza <laughs> best jingle. No, pizza, no maybe, pi- not a pizza hut. No, we're not sponsored. <laughs> we're not there yet. I, not I'll, yet. I'll get on it. I'll make. I just, I, I'll, be, I'll be. I'll uh, be. It's like ha, and then it, my face will come in and says best. Uh, joke of the week. Yeah, week. like a little graphic. Pizza, yeah, yeah, a little graphic. Joke of the week. Yeah, that like that. that's a little jingle. Yeah. Little jingle, <laughs> yeah. best. Uh, best. And okay, so that you would have, uh, we've kind of established then. Beth, do you want to go first this week or second? Because I know Freddie wants to go last on this one. Uh, uh, um, I'll go second. I'll go second. All oh, right, okay. You'll go All second. Right. That's fine. You I don't mind doing mine first. Yeah, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> What I'm going to talk, what am I going to spotlight this week was something we actually haven't done, um, surprisingly. It is The Evil Within. So for anyone who is unfamiliar, I do actually prefer to do on my channel a lot of horror games. And this is one I did when it pretty much first came out. Although I weren't a streamer at the time, um, I have played this game. Uh, I've played this one and the second one. Uh, there is two games, but I'm just mostly focusing on the first one. So it came out in October 2014, actually. Um, it is 
developed by Tango Gameworks and published by Bethesda Softworks. And the game um, is basically you are you play as the main protagonist. So now I'm going to mess up your this name, so just bear with me on this one. Sebastian Castellanos. Uh, Lanos? I can't pronounce his name. Castellanos. Not us. I believe, yes. Castellanos, isn't it? Yeah. Castellanos. Yeah. Um, that's his, well, that's the name. From this moment on, I'm just going to refer to him as Sebastian. Um, <laughs> Sebastian. As he, Sebastian. Um, that's fine. Yeah, so you play as that Sebastian. And the, uh, it's a single player uh, story arranged around chapters. So there's about 15 chapters. And I, I actually did write down some notes. I normally don't normally do. I've got notes. I've got <laughs> notes in hand, just in case. It is a survival <laughs> horror. Um, it's played in the third person uh, perspective. As I said, it's a single player. There are 15 chapters. Uh, you start the game where you arrive at a you arrive at this place where there's been a bit of a mass. I think it's a mental hospital with a beacon. Yeah, I think it's it called is. a beacon yeah. hospital. And there's been a bit of a mass murder thing going on. And you are um, your uh, partner, Joseph Oda. And you got your junior detective, Julie Kidman, with you. Uh, you get to this place. You've work, got to find out what's going on. What, what the hell's going on? There's been mass murder. And there's a, there's a couple of good set pieces in this. And one of the set pieces is actually um, you're, in a, you're in an ambulance and there's a bit of a chase and then you crash and then you wake up. And then next thing you know, you're in this weird world kind of i would say because of the way the game plays out you'd later discover that you're sort of plugged into this world by a stem system it's called a stem system um i'm not giving away too many spoilers but obviously that's you know it's 2014 um yeah. so it's quite a long time ago now yeah but i just yeah. wanted to sort of talk about it because i thought it was a good game it's a good horror game uh yeah you're in this mm, uh, this mad sort of uh, I, don't, I don't this mad world it's like kind of nightmarish world that you're in mm. and you're going around having to fight your way past um, a lot of weird creatures actually I won't really call them zombies although it's easily passed off as but these sort of humanoids uh, which are the common enemy yeah, yeah. Um, but the main protagonist in this is called a guy called uh, Revik. R- Ruvik? Ruvik. 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 Yeah. Is that Ruben? Is yeah. it Ruben? Ru- yeah. Ruben? I think it's Ruben. No, I think his real, yeah, his real name is, might have been Ruben, but he's, he's known throughout as, a, as Ruvik, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, he's the main protagonist, but there are other enemies in this which are boss fights. There is... Um, like the haunted, so it's the game. Haunted is the mo- is the game's most common enemy. There is also reborn Laura, a multi-limbed, long-haired, crawling creature, which is scary enough. Anyway, you get caught. Oh, yeah, sorry, man. going Sounds down. Scary. So she's yeah. scary enough. Oh, I remember. There's yeah, also, I remember that. <laughs> there's also um, uh, the keeper, a large humanoid with a safe as a head, oh, who yes. wields a yeah. large, a large meat tenderizer hammer. And a sadist, um, a large humanoid wrecking, um, wearing sorry, a spiked uh, metal mask on his face, wielding a chainsaw, and he's covered in blood. And you've got to fight these. These are sort of like the boss fights that you have to fight. But the main 
thing is to try and get around this nightmarish world. You're going in through different areas, different locations. Some of it are sort of semi-open world locations, if I remember correctly. Mm. And uh, yeah, the um, like I said, the main protagonist, or antagonist, sorry, in this is Rivet. Uh, he's got a very strange look towards him. Covered, it looks very white. Actually, it looks like he's covered in a, a hooded cloak um, at times. And throughout the game, he pops up now and again. But it's not until I think it's the ninth chapter that you actually fight him. So he's like he is one of the boss fights that you fight. But it's not. It's like. 15 chapters in so it's like three quarters of the way in he keeps appearing now and again and he's there I think he's there to sort of stop you he wants to stop you whatever, at all costs and you're just trying to fight your way through as you're going towards any of these boss fights along the way you're going to come across there are certain items that you need to pick up there is a crafting system to this uh, there are I think seven types of collectibles I think there is I'm not sure but there's there's personal personal documents of that you need to get as um sebastian needs to find so there's which tells you a bit of a backstory towards his wife his child there's personal documents um from him there's documents of other characters that you can find there are map fragments that you need to pick up along the way there's new paper, newspaper clippings as well which gives a bit of a backstory to some of the characters in the game so there's some lore to this as well that you need to find it's it's kind of interesting to piece them all together and look for them there's missing ps persons posters audio tapes that you get to listen to in order to actually um gain access to any of this you need to find a safe haven which is a mental hospital that you go into and that is where you can save and progress your or to level up your character and to level up get at more ammunition because ammunition in this game is very scarce it's very yeah. hard to find a lot of an ammunition in this so you'll go to the safe house which is a mental hospital it has um ser several accessible areas as i said you look around these areas you'll find there are frames picture frames on the wall those then become the missing posters there are other places you can go to as well and yeah you've got a upgrade room where you you know where you upgrade like all these skills so you've got different types of skills i think there's one to five in every sort of skill so you've got um stamina because when you first start off the stamina in this is awful like trying to run away from an enemy is awful. Like you get out of breath. You're like, you only did five steps. What's the matter with you, man? Pick up your feet. Come on, <laughs> pick up the pace. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. let's move on a little bit quicker. But yeah, there's got to be times like that. I don't think that just adds to the drama of it. The, the, um, the pace of the game um, does get better as you go along. But obviously, the more you increase yourself, the, you know, the harder the game gets. So it sort of balances itself out in many ways. Um, yeah, so there's, there's a strange woman as well, as I recall. At the reception desk, she's a nurse, and she tells mm -hmm. you, "Welcome in." She welcomes you in. She's very seductive as well. I felt it's kind of sort yeah. of, with a bit of false, false sort of like security about her as well. It's like I feel I should trust you, but at the same time, back in my mind, I'm like, "No, no, you're mm -hmm. sense of, you're lowering me into a sense of um, false security uh. there." But um, yeah, she's there. She sort of greets you, and typical sort of trope as well of saving. You go to a typewriter. Which is yeah. <laughs> seems to be a thing in horror games. Yeah. Go into yeah. a typewriter, save your progress, and move on. So, keys in order to you need to find certain keys to unlock. There's a safety deposit boxes area. Which, when you open these, 
you have the a chance to either get more green green goop was a thing as well, wasn't it? You had oh, to, yeah, yeah the green goop that you collected that that helped um, help you increase um, your stamina or something. Uh, I think it was. Um, yeah, yeah. Super no, no, it was it was used to upgrade. Upgrade, yeah. Um, so you yeah, can upgrade your weapons. You go see the nurse. Yeah, yeah, see the nurse. Hello, nurse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there yeah. are many the weapons in your lap. She gives you some green goop. She does, oh indeed. God, no! <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I, you I have access to a various <laughs> various weapons, such as you got a revolver, shotgun, a sniper rifle, knife. There's grenades, and of course the agony crossbow. Which is probably one of the best weapons in any sort of game. Um, that consisted of different projectiles. One was a fire, fire bolts, um, freezing bolts, blinding, electrocuting bolts, explosing. Um, you could explode explosive bolts as well. And I think some of it was traps. So you could fire it, and if the enemies walked into it, it, it triggered off like a trap as well. You could actually aim it at, in between two, in between a doorway. So if something walked through. I felt that quite useful, actually. Once you found that, that sort of a bit became a bit of a game changer for me uh, as one of the best yeah. weapons in the game. But as I said, ammunition is very scarce and you, need to, you can find mechanical components that can be harvested to craft additional boats as well. So that was, easy, that was good as well. Finding, like you could also find, there were certain traps as well within the game, as I recall. Mm. Um, there was like oh, bear yeah, traps, no. barbed wire traps, and bomb traps and bike traps, and they within themselves had like a mini game to disarm them. Kind of reminded me of Dead by Daylight, where you uh, start the generator, and if you failed, it you'd backfire if you didn't yeah. time it right. And yeah. this had the same sort of mechanics or similar sort of mechanic to to disarm the the bomb. Um, you would have to do that mini game where it's like a, a clockwork thing, and if you get timing it just right, get in, into the green, so you hit the green perfectly timed, and you disable the the bomb or whatever the trap was, and you get to keep the bomb. If you didn't explode, you take a little bit of your health off, yeah. which is great fun, especially or if you lot. don't have much. Le- <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got some melee combat where you could actually go up behind enemies. Like those weird creatures, like that, you know, the haunted, kills. yeah, sort of stealth kills, mm. stabbing them, grabbing them from behind, trying to go through. There was a lot of stealth areas which uh, um, did require you to do that. Um, yeah, so you go through the game, basically trying to fire off these enemies and trying to discover what's going on in this um, this nightmare. weird nightmare scenario. And I, I noticed, as, I remember uh, as well, going through some of the areas it would sort of like change so you couldn't go back kind of like you know like being the matrix where it just changed changes things in the background i think similar to that you know it take or yeah, yeah layers, of fear. layers of fear that was the yeah um, Great example of that. it was very um very strange world that you was in and it all led towards this area when you get towards this the last final area where you have to face uh ruvik and he's because he's connected to one of the characters called what was his name uh leslie i think it was yeah yes leslie, yeah, yeah. leslie. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah you he's connected to this whole thing because i think ruvik's backstory is basically he was burned or he was in a fire because if you look at some of his his clothing you notice that 
the bottom of his cloak was burnt and the sleeves of his cloak was burnt. I think he mm. was also disfigured as well from the fire. Yeah. So there was a backstory there and it all, yeah, you just, um, you need to sort of like get Leslie to return to reality to help break the, the connection. And yeah, it's just, it was a kind of a fight towards to try to stop this guy from stopping you from doing things. Um, there was a, it's called the STEM was it the STEM dis, uh, research or something to lose? Yeah, that? something like you that. Were plugged, yeah. I think the characters that were in the game, they were all plugged into the STEM. Yeah. Um, that's how it, it became a thing. Where Matrix he was, style. Matrix style. That's where I was getting the idea of the Matrix from, yeah. <laughs> um, it was a very good... I I enjoyed it. They did a sequel to it. Obviously, it was just called <laughs> The Evil Within <laughs> 2. Um, oh. And there was a third yeah. one actually designed. And the third one... I was surprised to know that the third one was actually Ghostwire uh, Tokyo. That was no. the that was the no. ori- that was the what the original one was the original third one was supposed to have been Ghostwire no. Tokyo. So yeah, they they wanted to make it as a, as that, but they made it its own thing. But if you looking at the trailers for the Ghostwire, you can kind of see where they get the that weird looking creature from the the skelly weird bony long haired. Oh, creature, yeah, the, ring, yeah. the ring girl, the ring, ring girl, lady. kind of, kind yeah. of weird thing in that. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's that's what I, 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 I like this game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm guessing you've played it or know about these games as yeah, well. Yeah, I've completed. Both I of them. have. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I haven't played the second one, and I uh, never played the first one myself. I only watched playthroughs of it, but um, I did begin to play through it. But because the uh, PC there was it was a weird I, I can't remember if I was trying to play on my Xbox I think it was on my Xbox and it was just a bit it didn't feel right it, it was just a bit I don't know what it was but it, it didn't feel glitchy and uh, not glitchy it's just the the display was just I, I, just weird it was a weird display so um I think it I don't I think is it on the um Game Pass it is yeah I, I might try it on the Game Pass yeah both of them yeah. on the Game Pass yeah it's so it's well worth looking front, yeah. for um, who, who made this game? Was it, Beth- it wasn't Bethesda. It was. It, um, uh, it was. No, I had it in front of me. Yes, it was. Uh, Tango Gameworks was uh, developed by, and it was published by Bethesda Softworks. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'll be on Game Pass then. Part of the Bethesda family. And it was yeah, um, from the same sort of director of the series from. Resident Evil, so yeah, and oh, like I that's said, why there's Resident Evil vibes to it. I think definitely uh, Resident yeah, Evil vibes was, and Silent Hill vibes. Yeah, it's like a spiritual successor, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to be to because when this was in the this was out during the phase where Resident Evil was going through a slump. So when this came out, everyone was like, "Oh, an actual Resident Evil esque type game that's really really good." Yeah, and the, the first one sort of took a lot of people by surprise. A lot of people was like, "Oh, it's just a copy cut. It's just a copy cut." You know. A copycat Resident Evil. When they yeah. found out it, it really wasn't. Yeah, um, it's it's heavily inspired, no doubt. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, it's 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 not a like for like um, copy. And I found some of these sections quite scary, quite um, quite get your blood pumping. And some of it oh, yeah. is quite eerie as well. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, it is definitely not for the faint of heart. This game. Um, this yeah. it has uh, some of the humor um, from Sebastian is quite good as well. Some of the writing is quite good, but some of the 
some of the voice acting is a bit uh what <laughs> so yeah. especially from certain npcs um mainly bit parts so it doesn't really spoil the experience but the whole world is very it's very good i actually wanted to know about sebastian's life as a cop i actually wanted to play you know how you know um la noir style as oh, Sebastian in, in his life leading That'd up to this cool. event i would love to have played like a like a, a cop investigation like batman style game with him as the cop and then his and what happened to his partner and between his wife and and all the oh, and then yeah. all the other stuff that had been so cool as a prequel game um because i i really liked i really i i sort of didn't connect with sebastian but i i understood him and if yeah. you read if you read all of his uh, no, and you get more perspective as well if you play the second one because the second one is a direct continuation of the storyline yeah so um it, it's it's not like uh where it's like disjointed like the resident evil series it's it flows very nicely into into the second one, um, and the second one is is um is definitely worth checking out if you've played the first one. So it, it does it has a lot of um sort of similar beats to horror games. You know, it's very sort of I wouldn't say um unoriginal, but it's um not it's not sorry it's not original. Um, in some of its stuff, it does. I mean, the the slow door opening, the typewriter. The slow walking everywhere. Some of the camera yeah. angles are really annoying as well, uh, especially, yes. especially in certain sections of the, of the game. But for the most part, it is it is a very good, enjoyable romp through the horrors of the mind. Um, I will say that. Um, sorry to interrupt. I will say that the the safe head person is like a poor man's pyramid head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, I yeah. feel about it. Like as soon yeah. as I saw it, I I, I felt like it was pyramid. Like similar to Pyramid Head, and yeah, that's kind of a know? weak source mob. It's like, oh, it's what well, it's got a safe head, it's not very scary. And then he opens his safe and eats your face, so, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it's, yeah. I've got some of some of the, I will say the uh, the uh, death animations very good, they uh, especially if you die to a lot of things in this game, yeah. It's like it's got that Resident Evil 4 death animation s to it, where everything can kill you in a very uh, nasty, uh, yeah. nasty way. Um, but however, that. The, the the ring lady in this game can actually get stuff. I can't stand that section. I hate that thing. It's your nightmare fuel. Literally, I don't awful. remember it that much. I, I kind of want to play it again. As you as you were talking it. about, it, I was just showing the um, trailer, and she popped up as you said it. <laughs> it was perfectly timed. Oh. It was perfectly timed. So anyone watching would have got that. But um, yeah, just for yeah, sorry, awesome. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, there was. I, yeah, no, I'm I, I'm surprised. I'm, I've taken so long, or for any of us to take to actually bring this into a as a spotlight because I I, feel, yeah. I thought it was worth it was it was a worth worthily mentioned sort of a title. Um, definitely yeah, is a, yeah. Yeah. It's a definitely definitely if you like horror games, it was very you like, um, yeah. If you like um, like exploration survival, this is very it might seem like it's very shooty, but you literally like like um, Steve said, very limited ammunition, and you've got a, you've got. A, You've got to find the uh, the stuff to make the the basic the cross bolts, uh, or is it arrows? Is it cross bolt or arrows? It's a bolt gun, isn't it's it? It's a bolt. Yes, yeah, like uh, yeah, bolts. Yeah, they, like, they like are arrows. they are invaluable. You'll find more of them than any other type of ammunition. So you'll find yourself like saving your bolts for the bosses and using your other guns yeah. on the on the fodder, especially when you've got explosive bolts. They're yeah, quite hard to make, but they they do so much damage. Like they should. Um, obviously, the game has rewards as well. If you go through the game multiple times, you get the old like unlimited ammo, you know, infinite health yes. and um, stuff. So you can you can play it like muck about with builds and 
muck about with uh, how like spec in different ways. Whereas there's this pistol, shotgun. Uh, there's there's his health, the the stamina upgrades as as usual in in most of it. because it's like a it's like a it's it's basically like a it's an RPG basically, but it's set in a but the RPG elements yeah. are not like really in depth. They're quite easy to understand. They're yeah. not like Elden Ring. Is like, what the hell does all this do? It's, <laughs> it's, it's you know it's quite straightforward and it's very um it's very the like this it's very easy to play. Um, it, on the on the easiest setting, you will have no trouble getting through the game. Um, where the game becomes a real challenge is on the the third highest difficulty. I played through it on that, and all game kicked my ass. <laughs> this I one, bet. The next, it's so tough because you even have less resources, so yeah. you find yourself like having to stealth round sections you wouldn't normally. You would just like just go in and like pew 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 pew, and then take them out. And it's, it, times are like, uh, and then the the bosses kill you in one hit as well. So the game does become and i think some oh, of it yeah. was a bit too hard for a lot of people because um when it came out it had a few performance issues on pc as well there was a the, few niggly, niggly little things that sort of dipped the frame rate it had crashes to desktop um but that's all been fixed now it's like it's fine now but for for a little while i had a few i had a few niggly problems which did detract the uh experience from the experience because um obviously if you can't get in and play the game people are going to go what don't work rubbish mm-hmm. So um, yeah. you know, it's a, it's it's that's the, was a little bit of achieving problems, but it was it's it's definitely one of the better horror games you can play, especially if you like the action horror. Um, and if you bump the difficulty up, it won't be action. You you'll just get wrecked. <laughs> 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 it's just, it's just yeah. stealth the way through the whole game. Yeah, no, I think what you was referring to the uh, Akumu difficulty. I think that's what you yeah, unlocked. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like the game's hardest. Um, that was the hardest level. Mm. Um, and, and there's also a new game plus. Um, yes, you get yes, as well. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, that's why if you get if you so it's got replayability straight away. And like yeah. as we've mentioned, it is on Game Pass, which ultimately becomes not free, but you know it's Game Pass game. You're not paying any more than seven ninety nine a month. So you know you might as well yeah. just download it. Just give it a go. Um, it's super it, cheap. It is so, super cheap. If you, if you CD, don't have CD keys, is like um, a couple of quid. Yeah, I mean, you, you, anyone who has any other option, the other option is obviously Steam. That's still f- fifteen quid. I mean, fifteen quid for a game this as old as it is. I'd definitely look around, def- but you know, shop around. Um, CD Keys has it for two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. There you go. For CD Steam. Keys for Steam. So uh, yeah, yeah. So if, you, if you're a Steam user, for a couple of quid, this game is a must own. Yeah. yeah, absolutely must own for a couple of quid. And even e- on Xbox and PlayStation, yeah. sorry, Steve. Sorry. Even on Xbox and PlayStation, this um, CD keys and other key sites will have the game for less than a fiver. So there's, there is no reason. If you love horror, there's no reason not to add this to your library. Yeah, 100%. I would. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> it was good fun. It was good fun. Yeah. Both of them were good fun. And it does make me wonder whether I should go and pick up Ghostwire Tokyo now. Just because I didn't realise that that was until I looked into. If so you're going to get it on PC, I would wait a little while. Yeah, no, it is bound to be um, some port in issues. Not, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's not very well on PC at the moment. Unfortunately, yes, but that's that's probably that's why I got Elden Rings instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because that Elden had been fixed. Um, but yeah, that we're not talking about that. We're talking about this anyway. <laughs> yes, moving on. Uh, that's yeah, moving spice, on. Next. Spice Spotlight. Oh, Beth. Hey. I think it's over to you. Me. Now. Yeah, it's me. Um, okay. 
So uh, I'm going to try my very best to, uh, I'm not going to do any spoilers because I know this game literally came out two days ago. Uh, so I'll keep it, you know, um, not too many spoilers, but I'm going to be talking about uh, <laughs> Janitor Bleeds. Um, I'm not going to look at my chat. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Janitor Bleeds. So Janitor Bleeds is a indie horror game and it was developed by, the developer is Corpus or something like that and published by Bonus Stage Publishing. And this is basically an adventure puzzle game, horror kind of thing. And basically you start the game by crashing your car and you obviously you want to find help to, you know, you, you, you crashed your car. So you start wandering around and you, I don't know why you do this, but you go through the sewers for some bizarre reason. And then you, you come across this arcade, uh, Hemo's Arcade, I think it's called. And basically you go in because you're looking for people to help you. So you go in and you realize that it's abandoned and there's no one there and you know, it, it, it's, you know, that not a lot is happening. So you, you start to look around, you find this uh, game cabinet called, uh, I think it's called just Janitor. And you start to play this game and you kind of have this little guy and you're, you're cleaning up little uh, blue splots. You, you clean it up, you do that. And there's some really cool mechanics in this game. So for example, um, in the game, you come across a flashlight, like in the cab, like in the uh, arcade cabinet. You come across different items, and you can actually make the item in that game come into the real, like way, uh, the real world. I'd say, um, and then you can pick that up, and you have a new item. So that happened a lot with the keys that you find. Uh, there's a, also a fire extinguisher that you get at some point. Uh, flashlight. Yeah, so that's one mechanic that I find really cool. And I I don't know if other games do it, but that's the first game I've personally played that has had that mechanic. So yeah, so you, you, you start playing that game and obviously it's haunted by a creature of some kind. Uh, and you start, you know, like exploring. There's a lot, of, there's some backtracking in it, uh, you know, and it, kind of at the beginning it takes you into certain sections and then at near the end of the game you have that whole area to explore so you can you know backtrack and you know have a look around you know and uh, nearer the end of the game there is a point where uh, the monster isn't actually roaming as much so you can actually um explore freely but yeah so there's also coins uh, around the um the arcade that you can collect that you actually uh, use in the janitor game there is a really good twist at the end of the game uh, i'm not going to spoil it because it, it, it took me a while to get it but then i saw an image on the wall and i was like oh my god that makes total sense it, it's it's really cool it's really cool i i can't stress that enough like it, it's just uh it kind of got me by surprise but yeah there's also uh, so there's lots of puzzles well i say lots there's a few puzzles it took me about 3.7 hours to complete it and that was um over a couple of days actually no so i played it once for an hour from the beginning on one stream and then 
uh, on the 7th of April, I finished the whole thing and that was 3.7 hours in total. Um, we don't know what the uh, quote-unquote monster is. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's strange looking and if you decide to play this yourself, tell me what you think it is because I have no idea what it is. <laughs> um, so uh, what else did I want to say? Oh yeah, so there's um, I, just the atmosphere of the game, the sound, the sound um, design, the the visuals are like um, eight bit kind of PS uh, one retro kind, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of graphics, and they are very popular at the moment. Like a lot of people are making those kind of games, and I absolutely love that style of the game. Like I saw it, and I was like, mm, will I play it? And then I kind of saw, like I I enjoy watching indie horror games like this, so I thought, why not? experience one why not play one so this is kind of my first dip dip into it and i really really enjoyed it so yeah uh there was something oh yeah so in uh there's a section where the game takes away your flashlight like you have to put it into the machine in order to go and do something else uh and if you take your flashlight it you're not allowed to like do that puzzle so you put your flashlight in and it's so terrifying not having your flashlight with you it's just it's so weird not having your flashlight and near the end of the game there were some real um spooky moments that really got me and yeah i just i think it's a great horror indie game and i think it deserves a bit of attention um that's what i'm talking about it and it's about it's on sale right now it's um 30 off and it's uh, 720 uh seven pound 20 sorry and i think that's worth it it's normally 10 pound which i think is also worth it so i think the price is worth it it's positive uh got positive reviews and i, I just really i i loved it i really did love it and oh yeah i was gonna say i'm mentioning there's a fear again there was a the section where you'll go up to a wall you'd look at it and then you turn around and the whole behind you has changed and you know you'd go walk through and you'd do something over there and then it, it makes you it done that multiple times in the game and I thought that was excellent. I just I really, really love this game and I think you should get it. Yeah, and the I, I streamed it and a lot of people really did enjoy it. I did too and it's I think it's a great little game. A great little indie game. Obviously it's not very long, but I thought it was pretty good myself, considering, you know, it's an indie horror game. Um I know you might say that £10 for a three-hour experience. Eh. But then I have to say, um, apparently I got the bad ending. So I, I presume there's a good ending. <laughs> so I don't know how you get the good ending. Uh, so I, I, th I guess there's multiple endings to it. I guess there's some re replay value double there. The, like, double the hours in, about six yeah. hours in if you do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, fair point. If you do it, play through it again, that'll be another three hours. Yeah, so about six. And if you play through it again, if there's more than two endings, three, four, I don't know what, one, three, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, nine hours. So yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe stretching it to nine, but six is not so bad. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's a very good little indie title. A little gem amongst the indie, the indie <laughs> horror scene. Yes, 100%. 100%. And, yeah, I've, uh, I've, not, um, I've not played it, but I've watched a couple of playthroughs of it. Yeah. And, um, I, was, I knew about it when it was being sort of developed because there was a, like an early build. Is it, is it on, is it on um, 
I was Steam. Not is it Steam or is it Game Freak or is it itchy.io? I saw it. I saw um, it. Something I think like it that. was on itch.io. It probably yeah, still I is. I definitely saw something. Like, I definitely saw it on there. Or at least something that looked very, very familiar. Yeah. Um, and this and this style of retro um, PS1 style horror games. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's exceptionally good. Um, it's got some. It's got a few creepy moments as well. Um, surprisingly, considering like. You wouldn't think anything in that game like that art style yeah. would be scary. Like you'd be like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> it's just it's, yeah. it's PS One that's going to scare me. But it the atmosphere is. does. The, the atmosphere is very well done and it's very creepy. Um, yeah. and it's and it's. <laughs> I'm I've got a, a heart back to uh, Misery Mansion from Uh-oh. last week and and, and the, uh, the the comparisons. <laughs> um, because I think only one guy did this, or maybe one guy and one other person. I don't think it was a big group of people that made this game. No, and um, the the comparison in in quality for the money that's less less than what Misery Mansion is, and it's a far better game. So yeah. you know, it, it is it is you know not you know not being too harsh on the other guy at Misery Mansion, but um, you know if you don't rush your product and actually you know test it, play it properly, put it out there for people to get feedback because I know he definitely had loads of feedback before he started he building the the yeah. main game. So. Um, it is definitely helps to to polish the to polish it um, and not polish a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in comparison, so it's, 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 if you if you're looking for an indie title uh, like to venture into indie horror, it's, you, you can't go wrong with Janitor Bleeds. <laughs> you cannot. Do you bleed? Do you, you will. bleed? <laughs> uh, get to that. <laughs> yeah, definitely worth having. That's my spotlight. That's good. I mean, that like we've always said this before, and we'll, I think we will continue to back the indie games. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have um, heard of it if Beth hadn't picked it up. So, no, I've seen whilst you were talking, and I was watching the uh, the trailer for it. Like you said, it, you shouldn't feel like the the game gives that much of a horror vibe to it because it's like pixelated and stuff. But like. Any game where you have to have a torch, uh, a flashlight or torchlight, whatever you would call them. <laughs> um, yeah. Any game like when, and you, you lose the ability to be able to see in the dark, that's going to create like tension anyway. That's going to yeah. create that sort yeah. of like fear. Oh no, I don't like, I can't, I, I can't see yeah. anything anyway. Yeah. 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 Then, and there's very, sorry, there's yeah. very little jump scares, like very like in your face jump scares. It's all atmospheric. And yeah. there are a couple of like noise jump scares and stuff like that, but there's very little like, in your face jump scares yeah. I, I love that I love that yeah it's a better way to experience horror that is not yeah. in your face all the time yeah yeah so yeah oh yeah cool I like it Um, and like I said at the moment it's, only, it's very cheap as well well worth well worth a look well worth again yeah. indeed uh, indeed right. Right. have a cheer Friday go free yeah. here we That's go here we go buckle in buckle in everybody we've got we've got a We've got a roast, a roasting of the ages coming up here. Um, so, what well, I tell you, what isn't worth your money is um, <laughs> when you cross uh, prop hunt with Ghostbusters and do it at the expense of sanity. Uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt. It literally came out in early access this week, and it is the biggest, most colossal waste of time <laughs> I have ever seen, ever. Now, I'm gonna, I'm you. If you're watching on my stream right now, you will see Mr. Steve is playing Ghost Hunt. And uh, I think he was he's dying to get in here. So I'm going to hand over to, to Steve because he, he he played it and then I, I did a lot more research on it. And I've actually bro- I've actually uh, got a working out 
of uh, of how much in-game hours you would have to play this game to collect one item. So um, yeah, go on. We're okay. gonna, I'll, hand over, I'll hand over to Steve. No, no, you carry you carry on, and I'll 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 tell off. I'll tell off. Okay, we'll, we'll hand over to Mr. Steve in, in a few minutes. Right. So basically, it is a Ghostbusters ripoff. Uh, you're um, you're basically a, a cartel of four, um, and you you're. There's no explanation why your your team is set up. There's no law or anything. I couldn't see anything like that. Hardly any stories. So the game just pops you into this menu screen where you ha- you, you got your your um, ghost hunter, shall we say? Uh, it's technically Ghostbuster because you know it's, it's Ghostbusters without the, the official stamp. In the even though there is a Ghostbuster game coming out like this in a, in a little while, um, so this basically leans very heavily on uh, first person genre. And has all the um, all the trimmings of just a copycat shooter. Um, it's basically like it rips weapons from Doom, Less Destiny, uh, Call of Duty, and gives them a ghost coat of paint. And to be fair, the graphics at the start, the graphics that it should be really good, right? It's an Unreal Engine Four game. Uh, they're supposed to be really good, but the frame rate is <laughs> this game is non-existent. It ran like a potato. Uh, on Steve's machine. I know Steve's machine is pretty decent, and he wasn't the only one that had the problems with this game. There was forums littered with FPS issues, frame rate drops, connection issues, connection errors. So a multiplayer game that doesn't have dedicated servers is doomed to fail from the get-go. The game already has a very niche amount of players, so I don't know. I could should have really, if I had time, I looked it up, but I'm pretty sure it ain't very high. Um, and it, I felt motion sick. I can't even look at it right now. Steve had to turn off motion blur and the head bob for me to actually be able to watch the game because I was in like five minutes. I was like, (laughs) you know, it's just awful. So that is a bad game design right there. Like the fact you're making your players feel sick. Um, And I wasn't the only one that was feeling that way as well. A lot of people have said. Um, And the game is just, it, it is. It's basically like you play with randoms. Like there's no lobbies. There's no like. There's no way to get a pre-made group in unless you've got free. Unless you're doing it through your Steam's friend list. So obviously, it recommend the game recommends you have eight players. So the game's like twenty pound, thirty pound. Was it twenty? Was it twenty quid, Steve? Um, it's right. fifteen forty nine. Fifteen forty nine. So eight people, fifteen times eight. You know, that's for your group of friends to play. And even then, I ain't even worth it because it's so poorly optimized. And I haven't even got into what the game's like yet. Um, <laughs> so you get this little, you get a little PKE meter, right? And you run around and it, it, the meter goes up. Um, but before that, you have a timer. So you've got five minutes till, we've got six minutes till midnight. So the other players, so it's 4v4 PvP game, right? The, the four players who play as a ghost have to hide in props around the map. And, and during the uh, six minutes till midnight, the ghost hunters have to try and find you and eliminate you before it gets to midnight. Um, and the the, the the mechanics aren't explained. There's no tutorial. There's, there, there, I think there is, but it's very, very vague on what you have to do. And um, it doesn't really give you enough information to sort of play as a ghost or does it give you enough information to play as the hunter? So you're kind of like the first few games, you just die, 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 die all the time. Like just within like, within like, uh, Half an hour, you've 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 lost like four games, and you've like you're losing the will to live because you just like there's no there's no grace period, there's no matchmaking. You're not playing with new players. You're you're going up against established players already 
that have been grinding since you know beta and it's it's crossed over that their progression has crossed over which i don't think is fair and it's also peer to peer so connection stability is awful so if the, if the host drops out or disconnects or ends the game there goes all your progress so like if you if you've got like you're real you're winning the game and you're about to win the host decides to quit there's you don't, you get no you get you get a paltry amount of xp for losing and i'll get to the paltry amount of it of of rewards uh in a little bit uh so the game site designed for so that as the ghost hunters you've got six minutes to go in and find everybody and these two things will happen you'll either have a really good ghost team that kills every kills the ghost within 30 seconds or you'll have a really good spirit team that will last for six minutes and then kill the ghost within literally five seconds of the spawn they kill mm. you in one hit Oof. it's not it's not you know, it's not even fun like the ghost has a health bar and it takes mob hits ghost hunter doesn't have a health bar it's instant dead if you get hit by anything so it's like it's a very stupid scenario and i, I don't understand how a few people are like yeah it's amazing no it's not <laughs> it really isn't it's like oh you just gotta get good well no because the game isn't rewarding there's not the the the, 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 the actual mechanics of the game and the mechanism in place is it feels like a free-to-play game it feels like a like a mobile game in terms of the amount of grinding they want you to do in this game. And that's going to lead me into this next bit, which is the rewards and progression, uh, which is so stiflingly stupid. Um, and I'm just going to... I did write it. I wrote it in Steve's chat at the time. I don't know if I can find it. Because I think it was 100... It was 80... Yeah, 80 right, so, um, so to get one item right i think it was uh a skin it was a skin something like ten thousand yeah. in-game currency and i worked it out at 125 bits or whatever ghost crystals you get for losing you'd have to lose 80 games to get that one skin right and it's a skin it's not even it's not even anything worth unlocking it's a skin and the the, the map the weapons things you have to unlock each has 500 and each section has 10 items on it. So I worked that out to be each, um, each complete page of, to unlock all the items is 40 games, 40 losses. And bearing in mind, each game can last anywhere between eight, to half, eight minutes to half an hour. So that, that is like complete jokes. <laughs> it's like, and, that, and that's just for the just for the, the unlockable gear. That's not counting all the thousands of skins, titles, other stuff that they've put in for you can unlock via gameplay. The, the, ga- the game expects you to play this game and nothing else ever. It's kind of harking back to the, the Battlefield, Battlefront 2 when they, they brought out their, their progression system and they, they, someone worked out it was like 100 hours Plus, is to unlock Darth Vader or something like one. It was it was a, a, fa- a fairly famous skin, and it was something stupid like eighty hours, hundred hours uh, in in game, and that was that was with winning. Never mind losing. Um, so this game is like just a massive, complete joke from start to finish. Uh, it's it feels like it's built up to like bracing for microtransactions, um, although it doesn't have any in game any like uh, purchasable currency right now. I can safely say that they're definitely going to be considering that um, to, to leech off their loyal fan base, um, whatever, however many people are playing it. Because 
uh, who's going to play this game for 400, 500 hours plus to unlock everything? The only way you're going to progress quicker than that is, and because that's just playing with randoms, right? So let's just say you're an average Joe player, likes PvP, uh, and doesn't like play, likes playing randoms with random, and you, but you don't, you'll never win. You'll very rarely win because there's no matchmaking, there's no dedicated servers. You're, you're literally losing before you even start playing, um, just because you're at the beck and call whoever's hosting. And that depends on their connection as well and what wig they're running. So it's 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 very, very bad. Like the whole the whole concept of the whole economy is bad and it's not fit for purpose. You can't make a, a PvP game without at least a couple of dedicated servers. They don't even have to have like hundreds. They can just have like three and then you just queue and they just rotate the player base in and out. Like so you've got a server that you know isn't gonna die on you. That makes it a little bit better. And then you can control the player count, who comes in. You can you can limit the levels of players, so you can have a new you can have a brand new player dedicated server. Then you've got you can have a you can have a medium player, so you get to level thirty, for instance. So you got a level thirty server, and then you have got end game server, which is level sixty, where all the good players go. Something along those lines. Yeah, scaling and that nature with dedicated servers wouldn't be that hard to implement them. But no, it was just peer to peer, free for all. Go and play against all the hardcore players, all the players that have been playing for ages, and you get your ass kicked in seconds and make you want to eat the controller and throw the monitor through the window because the thing is so frustratingly <laughs> infuriating to play and to sit through. Uh, you, 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 when you do get a win once out of blue moon, what can I get? Oh, nothing because I need another 4 million points because I can't buy anything because I don't keep losing all the time. So it's, it's just. Oh, it's just—it's just disgusting. The whole thing's disgusting. It just reeks of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It just reeks of laziness. It reeks of just disappointment, frustration, and just—I just—I can just see it now. Midnight ghost hunt, time savers, twenty pound a month. You know, I could just see it coming up as an ad or something when you log into the game. It's—it's it's so poorly designed that I, I can't see anybody playing this game for long. This game will be dead in a couple of weeks. There's no way it's going to... At least it will die 100% when Ghostbusters, Ghost Corp comes out. Hmm. Um, but this is awful. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I would not buy this game in a million years. Do not support development like this. It's, you know, it might have a nice shiny coat of paint, but it, it runs like, like a snail on uh, a, like a really slow conveyor belt. <laughs> and then it jutters. Yeah, along along and the snails like getting chucked about everywhere. That's the ghost hunt. That's the midnight ghost hunt experience. Jerky and unfun and makes you feel sick. And then and then tells you you got to be there for about a hundred hours before you can get anything out of it. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I think this is my cue to sort of wade in there. Yeah, yeah. So is, yeah. as you said, I I I hundred percent actually agree with what you just said. Like, there's I can pretty all I'm going to do is pretty much echo everything you said. So that the, the the currency that you were speaking about was called shards. You got click. I I think I made. I I streamed it for my first hour of stream last weekend, and in that hour I got I think two games, two games. The rest of it was me trying to. I mean, try. You're right. There is a tutorial, but it doesn't really lead you into anywhere because you're also going against um, AI. This, the only time you go against AI is in tutorial. You're not getting any feedback from that, and you don't realize how powerful the ghosts are. I would say that this is, in its current state, it and unless they fix it with a 
um, update enough uh, bug fixes or anything like that, in its current state, it strongly favors the ghosts. Um, just to correct you, it is five minutes, not six minutes. It is five oh, minutes okay, that you get, right. yeah. Um, I realized that you were on a roll, so I wasn't going to just sort of play <laughs> it. But, um, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, and it is five minutes, and you start off. Like you said, you gotta go get your equipment. Now, if you are a go if you're the hunters, you gotta get your equipment. You start off with a basic weapon. And as you said, rightly, you've gotta before you even get to your next um next set of weapons, you've gotta everything costs like five hundred shards at, at the start. To get a decent weapon, you've gotta play through I think I played no, I think I played four games. I may have played four games. I can't remember now. Um in one hour. <laughs> I rage so quit. Rememberable. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, so in, rememberable. In one hour, I had played four games while streaming and I refunded it live on, stream, yeah. on Steam. Oh, wow. I ref- <laughs> like in that first, it is, as you said, it's peer to peer. So you don't have any dedicated servers. You've got to rely on the person hosting to either stay. If, if someone is losing, yeah, that's going to happen. You're going to get, they're going to, if they rage quit, you lose whatever progress you had. You might be doing okay, but if they're if they're on the losing team, that's it. I never. I don't think I found a game that was complete. I don't think I ever went through one full game of no, playing no. as as players, hunters and ghosts. I got an experience. I did get to experience both sides, and even as a ghost, because I was going against much higher um, hunters or higher yeah. level hunters, they had much better weapons and therefore was able to take me out. Um, the, there is a way that you, you start when you're playing through, there is a way that you can win as hunters and that's to destroy everyone. If in, if at the end of the first five minutes you have, haven't killed all the ghosts and, and you must then sack, um, vacuum up all of the, the plasma that has left behind. If you do not wipe them out, the game then goes into uh, midnight rage mode and that is where the ghosts can the remaining ghosts that survived if they've managed to take on the hunters and they've wiped them out completely so if you've got one or two ghosts left they get a ch- they have a chance to revive your whole team and they go into rage mode they become from the blue sh- blue shades that you see to red and at that point, they can just one hit you. And it, yeah. as you said, you've already covered that. But it's like, yeah, but they, they one hit you. And I, I, I was on the receiving end of both a hunter and a ghost. And I never got a chance to play a full game on any one server. As soon as I got into a, a good stride, someone would quit. It heavily yeah. relies on communications. There is a push to talk, which... Yes, I probably didn't use it as much as anybody else or at all, but it was uh, there is a pinging system that you use with your mouse. Ma- if you're playing with your mouse, you use it as on the mouse wheel as a pinging system. A lot of games have it. Um, I think Apex Legends has it as a ping system. You can uh, ping what if there's a ghost in front of you. It's that if people are not using mic, although it does rely, it is better to use your mic to tell people, look, there's a ghost here. There's blah, blah, blah. Come over to where I am. Because I had basic weapons, because I had basic equipment, everything you said is true. Like, you've got to get a ridiculous amount. I got, I think, 250 shards 
And that gets me halfway to what I need. And that was in four games. I ne- I would have had to have played, I would have had to have lost my next four games just to get another 250 points. If that's how the calculations worked out, I don't know. But to get anywhere, the skins, the emotes, emotes, like who gives a crap about emotes? Yeah. Really? Like it's just there to, yeah, you've got winning, winning victory stances. So when you, if you are the top player of that team, you get a winning victory. Fortnite. Yeah, I mean it is. It's, it's yeah, you have got that that winning elements of it. Skins. Some of the basic skins were four thousand points. The higher yeah. tier skins, ten thousand or shards. Let's call them shards. Six thousand. Six thousand for a bloody emote. Six thousand. Uh, it's it's an emote. It's it's a skin. It's like. It's ridiculous. It is on the verge of, like you said, going down that road of, like, pay to win. And uh, sadly, that's where that game's going to end up. If it doesn't get balanced soon, I do, like I said, I do feel it favoured the ghosts more because the hunters had to just hunt them in the first round. So Mm. it's done in sort of three rounds. There's the uh, three sections. You've got the setting up, whether you're on the ghost side or the hunter side, then there's the fight first five minutes. If you don't kill anyone, then um, it goes into rage mode. If you do kill them, you swap sides. And you swap sides anyway, but you swap sides after uh, like the, the the middle section, which is the rage section. And that's like, or this, sorry, the end section. And that's that's where it's all favoured towards the ghosts at 100%. And I felt like I, I only died as a ghost because I didn't have um, the right um, skills because I... I was a new ghost and now I couldn't progress any further. And yes, I might have rage quit. I couldn't see half the time because I felt sick. Um, that whole motion blur. If I didn't turn that off, mm. I would have been ill um, all over yeah. my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my PC. But uh, yeah. yeah, not to sound too graphic about it, but that's just genuinely <laughs> what, how you feel when you're playing it. Um, yeah, I, other than echoing literally everything you've just said, um, as an actual player of the game, um, I can come in and sort of say my piece about it, and it was awful. It was horrible. The game. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I try, tried it out because I was looked at a lot of streamers have tried it, but without dedicated servers, it was awful. I don't. I don't think I've. I've probably got more like in a in, in as far as the community is concerned. I probably have got more than eight friends. But getting us all involved in one game at the same time is near on impossible because we yeah. all have our own personal lives and we all have our own streaming schedules or we have whatever. We will get in the way of playing this. If Ghostbusters, if and when Ghostbusters does come out and it is a 4v4, I'll happily jump onto that as well. I'm not sure if it is 4v4. It's, if it's, it's a 4v1. Is, is it 4v1? So it's, it's, it's yeah. dead by one daylight. Ghost. Sort yeah, of it's one ghost. Yeah, it's one ghost. Which is fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if there's five of us, I'm sure we can get five of us. But to get eight, I feel like it's a little bit of impossibility. Um, you'd have to have randoms. No one really wants randoms all the time, no. unless they're going to be, you know, especially if they're if they're good and it's get good sort of, you know, where that get good attitude, get good, <laughs> yeah, get good uh, comes into it. You can't get good if you're going against people who have been playing since beta. Yeah. Or you know, if they're before yeah, the chance. Yeah, you don't don't get much of a chance. So yeah, in one hour of playing it, I I <laughs> got four games and I uh refunded it. <laughs> I, I will say 
that um, I saw it on a key mailer and I thought, oh, that would be cool for us to try. And I re- uh, requested it, but luckily they declined it. And then I saw your gameplay and I was like, I'm so glad I didn't get that key. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, it gave me a headache when I was watching you play it. Yeah, I think, well, it gives you, I mean, like being in the cockpit of actually playing it as well is, you know, to watch yeah, it as, a, as a spectator. Yeah. Yeah, to, but to be in, in that as well, I was like, oh, I really can't do it. And I just, motion blur, why, why is that even a, a yes. thing? Why is, why is yeah. motion blur in, in any game? Exactly. Well, it's, it has motion mean, I, blur is fine, but that fine, level of motion that, blur no, that is level of it, Yeah. Oh, it's too right. much it's motion blur. It's way too, way too. Maybe they're trying to hide how bad their game is to so yeah, make everyone much. sick. I mean, <laughs> what what drew me to the game was watching the CGI trailer. Now, I'm always suspicious when a game has a very good CGI trailer because usually, especially if you play a lot of mobile games, you'll see this massive, awesome-looking CGI trailer, and you'll be like, "That game looks awesome," and then you click on it, and it's some bloody one bit. 2D yeah, rubbish, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, great. What, what a load of, I've been duped again, you know, been rickrolled by the ad, by this advert. <laughs> and uh, that's how I felt with, with Ghost Hunt, Midnight Ghost Hunt. I felt rickrolled because the, the, the CGI looks awesome. It makes the game look incredible. And it's like, well, if that really, I think that then you go into the, the Queen Jerky gameplay uh, and, and then this, just the whole everything in one. I think I don't. I know we don't usually say this, but I think that is contender for maybe one of the worst games of all time. I yeah. think it's up there. I think it's up there of Rides of Retribution. Uh, yeah. It's 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 really really bad. And if and if you've and develop developers, you if you listening or worked on this, you should be ashamed of yourselves. It is awful. The fact that you want your players to literally inhale all life and play nothing else and do nothing else. And not even eat and play your game or sleep to just to farm one emote. I don't, I don't think yeah. so. Somehow they want it's, people to spend money on it. I think. Yeah, it's, that's it's, what it's they want. It's definitely going to be like money yeah, grab. Drop, drop a hundred quid and you can unlock everything. But yeah. It's definitely going to be something like those along those lines in the future, yeah. and um, then it's, and it will turn into a pay to, pay to you know pay to win. Yeah. So, um, it was. Oh, Looking at this on Steam now, developer Vaulted Sky Games. It looks like it's their only game, so I don't think they've done it before, but they did get published by Coffee Stain Publishings, um, who also published, I think, Valheim and Satisfactory and Deep Rock they're, Galactic. So really? They were they're behind. They're quite games. Yeah, I they're mean, um, there was a couple they're, of games there. That's, this it might get sorted out in the future. And yeah, so if they are published by those i would say that you know they've got... i don't know it's, it's publishers not exactly no developers is it no no it's, it's, the, it's the developers that make, out for yeah, them it's that's what it is it's just it's just the whole yeah so just it's, to carry it. it's, yeah yeah it's, it's but it's the, already down on its player base so yeah you know it's not yeah and the the, the other big the big channels or the bigger channels and the bigger communities that have picked this up they'll enjoy it because they'll have people to play with yeah. But there's no doubt there is a fun game underneath all that crap. Um, and, and as I've always said, when playing any game with friends, it's always infinitely better, no matter how crap the game is. It's always fun, because you can always find something to take a mick out of or have a laugh oh, in. Yeah. Um, and I, I think maybe Prop Hunt might be a good shout <laughs> for us <laughs> to actually go and play instead of this, um, instead of this, yeah. uh, this one. Yeah. Um, 
but it's <laughs> it's uh yeah it's unless you've got an established big community to you know to get involved in and, and maybe they might fix it all further down the line um but at the moment it's a real stinker and you want to stay well away from it for the time mm-hmm. being at least at least that's how my i feel about it and um yeah. yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not like one to well, i do rage on a lot of games but uh only when this deserves it and i think i think i've justified in some of the stuff it's trying to push here uh in this game so you know who knows maybe in six months time it might be it might be decent and i might address all these issues and you know there's there's been plenty of games that have come out like this and and turn a corner so you know but right now there are plenty of other games you can spend your money on yeah honestly. um and i wouldn't i wouldn't spend your money on this I was going to say, sadly, I think in six months' time, by the time they fix it, there might be even be- be- better games that come out. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you never yeah. know what's around the corner, unfortunately. So, yeah, if they <laughs> if they do fix it in them and nothing is available, then great. But if something else comes out, like we know already know Ghostbusters might surpass it, we don't know. Um, Hopefully. I'm hopeful. Ho- hopeful? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that's... Anyway, that's... <laughs> Me dumb. <laughs> right. Um, so this leads me into my next subject, if you don't mind me move, because uh, yeah, it's that's, yeah, 20 that's past moving. 10 yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, oh, we haven't even got to the news yet. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a long one tonight. I think no, no after games today. I think it's just going to be three hours of podcast. Three hours <laughs> and, uh, of... Three hours later. Um, uh, get to the chopper. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get to the computer. Get to the computer. Right, um, <laughs> <Get everywhere. laughs> um, so, right. So I've been dibble-daddling Dibbly daddling, dabbly dibbling in the uh, in the news this week, and I, I've looked up a few things. Now, I was, um, as we all know, uh, last week uh, was uh, April Fools, uh, and the first of April we did cover this in the last podcast was the phasmophobia, uh, you know, paha poke fun at the fan base. We're going to give you all this stuff, but at the bottom, haha, <laughs> not really. But we knew it was a joke anyway. Anyone, anyone that you know has a sense of humour would have known it was a joke after the first like ten lines. However, um, this hasn't gone down very well with the uh, with the phasmophobia community, at least on Steam. Now, I don't know about other um, websites like Reddit and other places over social groups that have spoken about this. Um, I've seen a few tweets on Twitter as well about it. Um, so basically, after that um, joke uh, that they it didn't go down very well, they locked the they locked it off from comments because they were getting a lot of flack on steam about it because a lot of people said why did you release this on the on the official communication or if it was a joke why didn't you just tweet it or, or send it out via another means rather than getting people's hopes up that would have just seen it in passing like you just see the top of it you know phasmophobia expeditions and the no context you think oh wow it looks amazing there's a lighthouse near it. and then you open it and then you, you, you the more you read the slower of like aha oh, yeah that's so funny yeah girl oh, yeah brilliant and uh, you know, I can understand feeling that way, especially if you don't like April April Fool's Day. Now, uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of April Fool's Day. It's great for the kids, but I'm not a, a giant fan. I get, a, I have a good laugh. Don't get me wrong, I love a good laugh. But sometimes, um, in some occasions, stuff backfires. And uh, in Phasmophobia's case, there's been, you know, not I wouldn't say game ending backlash, but at, at least at least a fair amount of people. Um, have said about this. Now I've got some notes I want to bring up. Um, but I've I've got for, I've also taken screenshots because I was going to do a video on this, but I thought I'll save it for the podcast. Um, right. So 
after after going into the forums uh, on the, on Steam, and uh, the, 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 basically it's come from the new patch that's come out on Phasmo, uh, which is a, a VR massive VR update, uh, and they've made some quality of life changes to the game. Um, they've reduced uh, Heidi Homes. They removed the ability to hide behind most doors. Um, they've made uh, sanity pills are consumable now. You have to buy all the time. Um, from what I gather, at least that's what the patch note says. I haven't actually had a chance to jump into it yet and actually play it. I know Steve has played it, um, so we'll get his input on the on the update in a little bit. Um, so the, the, uh, you might say, "Oh, it's much about nothing, 3D. What's what's the big what's the big issue?" Now, the reason why this is this has come up is because a lot of people are referencing the joke patch notes as well. We, that's what we really wanted. You know, if, if you take some of that. We could, we, you know, what have you been doing for the last, you know, six months in terms of development? Because you know, VR is all great and all, but you, you're literally you're literally fixing the game for about ten percent of your audience, like your player base. Not everybody. There's not a lot. There's not a big VR um, audience on on Phasmo. At least only uh, the big streamers obviously will play it in VR, uh, but the, the majority of people don't play it in VR because you need the you need the you know the Oculus or whatever it is the, the really good you know expensive ones to actually enjoy this game properly and even the VR isn't actually working properly it fixed a lot of it but some of it isn't isn't working still and a lot of people can't even launch the game anymore because of the latest update so it's caused a lot of crashes a lot of problems on people's rigs um, you know uh, you know I think we're quite lucky in the fact that we uh, we can play it with no problem um, but a lot of people have had uh, at least the, what I've been reading on uh, on Steam. Um, pages, but it's like thirty pages I went through, and uh, basically it was a it was a big argument about it. Um, it was started. Um, there was a guy called Corrosion on Steam, and it started with this. He goes, "When the April Fool's cha- change log is actually better than the real update, <laughs> right?" So yeah. he was uh, he was just basically voicing he's not happy with the the latest update, and a lot of people were echoing that. Like, Why did you nerf the doors? Why have you Why have you made uh, pills consumables? Why have you done this? Why have you done that? Well, why have you focused on VR? Where's the content? You know, we're all bored. You know, we want something new to do. You know, these six months we haven't had any, any had a major update for ages, and this this isn't really. A, they're all arguing like this is not a major update. This is just an update for VR. You got your niche of amount of players, and um, where's the content? You know, where's the where's the changes? Where's all the bug fixes we've been asking for? Where's all the changes to the things that we've been asking for? Like the, like the hardcore player base have literally just like, what's going on? Right? And then you've got the casuals like us. Like, I, I think Steve leans into more, more than a casual the amount of hours he's putting. I'm not saying he's hardcore, but he's played it a lot more than we have. And you've played it more than me as well, Beth. So I would say you guys are far more experienced in Phasma than I am. But from, from my perspective as a casual player, I think it's an unnecessary bump to difficulty when it was already difficult enough with the hiding places, especially when playing on trying to get into nightmare and trying to get into that difficulty and trying to do it because you get the most money back, you get this, it's the most challenging. I mean, that's what I think we fairly agree that amateur, intermediate, and professional are way too easy for us now. Um, even as a casual player, uh, we still die, yes, but most of the time we still win. Like, literally, yeah, like yeah. 80% of the time we'll win on professional. Uh, nightmare is it's a much different story. So they've nerfed all the, all the, so there's now only one hiding spot on Nightmare, right, one per map. And there might be another one depending on what items and stuff spawns in. Uh, Professional has two or more hiding spots. Intermediate has four or more hiding spots. And Amateur has six plus hiding spots. Um, So depending on what difficulty you go in depends on how many hiding homes. And a lot of people have said, well, playing on Nightmare, you've got one spot. 
you've got four or four of us go in. If one person makes a noise when the ghost comes past, we're all dead. Because so, we're, we're, we're all instant dead. Everyone dies. So I don't know if that's a new ability of some ghost that can instantly kill the whole group. But a lot of people were saying this um, in the in the comments, like we all die. You know, this is ridiculous. Can you have it? Can you can you at least change it back to you know opt into the? the you know, I think it's a bit un, a bit stupid to say. Can we opt in to have the doors hiding? You know, uh, I don't <laughs> think that's very realistic in terms of um, expected. The, the, obviously, the devs have got an image a vision for the game, and they said themselves it was unnecessarily too easy. Um, and it wasn't supposed to be that easy. But then I'm thinking, but well, even with that hiding home, it didn't always work. Because it was still the ghost, hard with that. Yeah, the ghost would still that. clip through and kill you as well. It wasn't yeah. didn't always guarantee your safety. So it was like, well, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's putting off a lot of casuals and a lot of like regular players and a lot of hardcore players echoed this. They say you're going to alienate a lot of your player base, player base with this update because they're going to feel like they can't play the game. They're going to feel like they can't hide. They're going to die all the time. They're not going to come back to it. They're just going to leave it. They're going to get fed up with it. You know, and I kind of agree with that sentiment that, um, yeah, okay, maybe on Nightmare, maybe disable it on Nightmare, have that, that you know, the, uh, the, the Heidi Home has been disabled on Nightmare or Professional, but maybe leave it on Intermediate and Amateur, just, just for those that casually play the game that, you know, don't play it very often and don't want that much of a challenge. Just like to go in, get a couple of laughs, a couple of spooks, and enjoy. So going back to these, that's the sort of sort of context and what why the community is like a bit annoyed at this patch. And then you throw in the the April Fools update, and then basically there's a back and forth between um, corrosion and a few other people. And um, here's they were basically saying you're unrealistic to expect them to do the stuff in that uh, April's Fool update list. Uh, but there, there was some there was some stuff that. Um, the community had actually asked for and they felt a bit hurt that the developers had joked about it like and just like poking fun at it and now i understand it's a joke right before you start burning me alive get a sense of humor this is not this is not my opinion i think it's a joke it's, i understand it's a joke but i also understand where people would get annoyed especially if they've been waiting for an update and supported the game for a long time and they've put a lot of money and i know they i don't know if there's like a patreon or some other way of of giving them money but there's a lot of people are saying we've uh, given a lot of money to this, support this game, blah, blah, blah. And um, they were like, well, this is like a slap in the face of, of, of real fans. You know, you, you're making fun of us for asking for changes that we've you've said you was going to do it and um, you haven't done it. And now the real kicker is in the uh, Steam uh, update notes, if it, if it said uh, major update and underneath it, it said we're listening. So a lot of people took offense to that as well, saying, well, why aren't you listening before? <laughs> you know, it's it's like what? Why is it, why I say that? Is it all you doing is putting? There's a great big fire here. Let's just throw some fuel on it. You know, it's it, I don't get the the, the 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 that sort of mentality there from the development team. That uh, you know, fair fair play to them. You know, it was a laugh, but it's massively blown up in their face. Um, and I would well, I say massively. It is on Steam. But there's a big context. Steam is a very niche area, but because this is only on Steam. So the kind of community sort of sold sort of enters around Steam, talks around Steam. And going back to Sark, I'm, I'm wandering off here. <laughs> this is what you get when I don't have time to write the script for what I was going to talk about. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this basically, so he says, um, all they could work, uh, so he basically says, all they could work towards adding some of the stuff players have been requesting for months and the stuff they've teased that players actually really wanted have asked for. And then 
going down after that as a, as a quote someone uh, called Rubber Ducky <laughs> uh, Rubber says Ducky. Uh, I wish they made the April Fool joke changes into a real update you know how many players will be playing the hell out of this game again like it's not even scary anymore after you play it so many times you don't get scared and it gets boring and tedious right which is fair enough it's a it fair can. point it can get a bit tedious and then um, there's a lot of back and forth between uh, Corrosion and other, other people um, eventually echoing the same sort of stuff and there's the usual people like, shut the F up you entitled blah 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 stop moaning blah, blah, blah. you get all that stuff right it's people voicing their concern is it, because they care about the game which is why they're like you know what's going on yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, these people aren't from a point where they're like oh we're just moaning about the sake of moaning about the game for the sake of it you know, these guys have got thousands of hours in and they are really like committed to the cause so you, you know the, you should be listening to these players um, and there's a guy called One-Eyed one-eyed cat, and this this quote pretty much sums it up for me, and why the why people are so enraged. And he says, "I think the real issue is that these guys are a business whom we all have a business relationship with, since we all bought their product. As such, there are certain expectations of etiquette and decorum, and good-natured pranks and jokes are for friends, and we all understand it's a joke. I suppose you could say bad-natured ones are for enemies as well, if you want to be a jerk about it." The Phasmo Devs violated some customers' trust with this. It has nothing to do whether it was intended to be funny or not. This is not just a professional thing to do. Now, though you can qualm about, it's a joke, it's a joke, shut up, it's a joke. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. It's like it's like when you go to buy, for uh, example, a brand new, let me just give a, uh, sort of an explanation. I can uh, sort of explain how, uh, why I think this is okay. You go, you go to a car shop, you're looking at nice, Lovely cars, and you spot a car you really like, and then a guy comes over, um, a salesman comes over, and he gives you this big fact sheet. By the way, if you buy this, this includes all this stuff, and yeah, it's really, really awesome, really awesome value for money. Doesn't give you a chance to get any context, doesn't get a chance to read the small print, because let's be honest, no one reads the small print. And, uh, it, and then he walks out, you go, oh, I love this car, it's great. It comes with all that, yeah, it does. Okay, brilliant. Walks off, sign a done deal, you get the car, you get it home, and then everything you says doesn't work, or doesn't. It's not there, or it's not included. Because in the in asterisks at the bottom was, sorry, this is just a joke, not included in any of this stuff, right? And and that and that's if you just like don't. If people that I know, this is a very niche amount of people for those that look at the game, say, oh, it's had a massive update. Look at all this cool stuff. Not reading in between the lines, not noticing the jokey stuff, not noticing the joke comments, not noticing the the. Uh, the references to all the stuff that's been asked for, literally just seeing it as, oh, it's got a massive update. There's now how many maps? Oh, it's nine maps, 12 maps. Oh, how many ghosts? What does it do? Oh, brilliant. It's PvP and everything. Right, okay, let's get it. And then then you realize, you know, obviously Steam has a refund policy, we know this, so they just get refunded. But the whole point is that that, that law, that little bit of baiting in where people are a bit naive and don't read stuff properly because, let's be honest, most people are stupid and don't read stuff <laughs> properly, right? They don't pay attention to yeah. things. They don't, the life's too busy. You know, you've got a million and one things going on. You, you, you're trying to buy some games to chill out with, you know, buy with your friends or whatever. And you're just browsing and just click, 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 bye, bye, bye. But, and, then, and then, you know, you're there, you got it. And then you're disappointed and you're fed up. So I can't, I kind of get, I kind of get that sort of way of thinking and why people would react that way. Even though it is only a small minority of people, let's be honest. It's, you know, people are dumb, but they're not that dumb. There's going to be some common sense in there at some point. Um, so I'm just going to quote one more guy because I know otherwise I'll be talking for hours about this. 
Um, there's one more bloke says, um, he says after the one-eyed cat, and I read the one-eyed cat's response, and this will sum up the sort of what I, what I was reading. Um, thank you, finally, someone who speaks sense. As someone who's in the games industry myself, I would never risk misleading customers of my work, even if it was a clear joke. People will always misinterpret things that are said, no matter if they do, do it accidentally or on purpose. It's always down to you as a business to do all you can to avoid such situations. This is basically self-sabotage at the end of the day. More harm than good it has done. And the, the, to finish off, the, the, other, the response from One-Eyed Cat says, I'm also in the dev industry. I make VR training sims for some really high-profile customers. Trying to picture what it would look like if our company did this to a customer, and basically I think it would go something like this. We would all be looking for new jobs by the end of the day because no one would ever again offer us another contract. Hmm. So, you know, you, you kind of decide, you kind of understand where people are coming from, and the and the and the, not outrage but a disappointment and anger towards um, Phasmophobia dev team. And um, this update has not gone down well, and a lot of players have sort of not played the sort of not playing the game. A lot of casuals have quit the game because of the update. Um, yeah. this update has I think it's the first time an update has done more harm than good to the Phasmo community whether it's balances the game out or makes the game better I don't know I haven't played it yet so I'll, I'll reserve judgment when I play it at some point um, but it's, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dismissing how good Phasmo is Phasmo is still a very good game it's still very enjoyable it's still a very you know very good experience especially especially when played with friends with randoms, I it's not the best experience with randoms. Um, you get a lot of tryhards and a lot of like angry, angsty, shouty people that um, like get annoyed if you do things wrong or if you turn too long in the van or if you you know you're not quick enough and doing stuff or if you die. You get I've I've played a couple of randoms. I never again, uh, <laughs> never never again dip my toes into the random well of asthmophobia. Um, yeah, I've got there's a million other quotes I could go through, but I think I'll save that for another time. But um, I just thought I thought it was interesting. Sorry, Beth. I just, just, no, just to sum up, uh, I just think it's interesting how an update can polarize uh, a community like this. So considering the phasmophobia is a very niche community, um, you know, it's it's not as big as it was. Um, it's definitely done died down a bit over the last couple of months, especially with the lack of content. Um, I know it's got some big streamers that play it all the time and. You know, do all these challenges and like candle challenge and the eyeballs and trying to find a ghost while crawling around on your head or something stupid like that. Some dumb challenge they think up. You know, let's go. Let's let's go into the game. Close <laughs> our eyes, not and just go blind in the game and try and fumble about and you know, no no lights, no candles, no nothing. Look at the floor and try and find out everything by our feet. I don't know. Some stupid challenge they make up, right? So I I get it. I get it. It's uh, it's that is fun, but uh, the overall, I think the the update has left a bad taste in a few players' mouths. And this update, with the focus on VR and not content, even though it's you know, quite a lot of minor changes, and the bump in difficulty has <laughs> left people just like, why? <laughs> why? Why have you done this? What do you yeah. two think about it? Um, I will say that when we were talking about it the other week, we were like, this would be so cool if they actually added some of this oh, stuff. No, yeah, yeah, we did say that, yeah. <laughs> and like, I like, I I understand where these people are coming from. Where saying like, you know, like, because to be honest, when I saw that the major update and it was just to do a VR, I was, I was a bit disappointed. Mm. I, I I didn't really understand. Yeah. 
I didn't really understand the update and I was like, oh, that's okay. What? Mm, sure. Uh, Cause I think a lot, like, I don't, I know Steve plays it a lot, but a lot, but um, I like, I haven't played it for a while. That's just because the lack of content, you know, mm, like, I don't, yeah. Same. It, it gets a bit stale sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and not that I don't like it. Like I do like the game. It's just, I would like more content uh, mm-hmm. added to it. And um, the, yeah, and like I, I understand where people come from. Like, oh, the, the, that the fact that that was a joke, and they came out with something that was a downgrade in a yeah. way. Like, it, it, it obviously it makes everyone question. Like, what have you been doing the last? Yeah. You know, like yeah. what have you actually been doing? Like, and I, I understand people's frustrations, and I, I do understand that. It was a joke. It was a fun. It was a fun little joke. Yeah, it was, yeah. But it was a bit too on the nose. It was too good of a joke. Like, yeah, they, they should have. It should have been a bit more silly and quirky. Not yeah, like it's a bit more oh, obvious. It was a joke. Yeah, like what they did. Yeah, yeah, like have like add new like do something completely stupid. Like add, I, I don't know. Like it's not. It shouldn't have been good content. It should have been terrible content then that would have been a bit more funny you know like add add something where uh, i don't know you can drive around in the van around (laughs) the neighborhood or something you know like added horde mode yeah (laughs) 50 ghosts in one one in one house you've got to go in and try and survive (laughs) yeah (laughs) to watch your time (laughs) and i and i understand that for april fool's jokes have to be realistic but that was just that was it's just a bit too too much good taunt content for some the, that people want, you know. Yeah. Like it's a bit like, oh, you haven't been working on that. Well, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's kind of just um a bit crazy, crazy. But I am curious to hear what Steve thinks about it, Mister Steve. I'm curious. Yes. Our Phasma expert. Please tell us okay. what you think. Um. Yeah. Right. Well, first of all, I'm gonna say um it's quite obvious that i've got a lot of hours into it so it's easy to think that i would um lean towards the game and sort of say yeah you know what as arm fanboy and all that i do like the game i like so yeah it's 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 easy for me to say oh i might lean towards it and say and try to be defensive i'm not going to try and do that i'm just trying to beat my own personal experience and i have played the recent update and uh again it's easy as a casual, I've got to remember that I'm not a casual player in terms of like how Freddie was describing like casual players coming in, just wanting to try it out because they've seen big streamers play it and go, I want to try that. I want to give that a go. I obviously, I know from I've played this since vanilla. It's mm. in its um, core state, in its raw state that it was in. And it has made massive changes over over the last year and a bit. You know, however long it's been out now, it's been, you know, I think it was more than 15, 16 months or whatever it is. I can't remember the full the, the timing of it now. But um, I um, I would say I understand completely why this would be frustrating. I don't feel they should have brought out a update a week after a joke. Yeah. That has fallen yeah. flat. And I I knew coming into this discussion... I already, or from reading that last week's um, uh, April Fools, I knew that there would be backlash from this, from that. 
I, yeah. in the back of my mind, I already knew without saying it out loud, I knew that yeah. there was going to be backlash because they come out. It was cleverly done, cleverly written, mm-hmm. but poor yeah. in done in, in a poor taste because they bought, then bought out a, what should have only been a VR thing, but I think they combined yeah. a VR with an update and said, well, this is what our update actually is. They should have not bought this update out soon after the or the April Fool's, or as Beth said, should have made the April Fool's much more clearer as to what it was as an April Fool's yeah. joke and said, look, this is ridiculous. We're going to have like, like there, there was, there was some things in that April Fool's that suggested it was, but it weren't enough. Uh, they did uh, like mentioning three maps off the back, literally the first thing you see, three maps. Yeah. And people then got this update. The changes that they've done are very minor changes. Yeah. They're not game-breaking. Well, they are game-breaking in some ways, depending on your mentality of coming into the game, whether you're casual or whether you're hardcore. If you're hardcore, yeah. you're going to test this. I watched, prior to me playing it, I came home really late Friday, and just before I, down, whilst I was waiting for it to update, because it, it, it was a patch, it was only a patch note, it was only, it's not a major update as such. Yeah. It just looks like it's been updated. It just looks like it's a big thing because it came off the back of an April Fool's. And that's why I under- totally understand why people feel um, saddened by seeing such a, a, you know, a big thing that they announced to get in what we've got. I'm not going to read the changes. Normally I do, but I feel like that takes away from what we're saying here. Um, unless you want me to reach a change, I don't mind, but I, I don't feel like it's necessary. It is very small compared to what we're talking about. The big thing that we're talking about, it was the April Fool's joke backfiring massively. Um, fell a bit on their face a little bit. I, again, I understand it as a joke because it was very well written. You know, it's very well put out. And, yeah. like, you know, again, I'm echoing a lot of what was already been said. Yeah, it's like funny so it's, things in it. It was funny. Yeah, there was funny things. There was, but, but the there fact- weren't. There weren't enough jokey side. Like the, the yeah. idea that you have to drive around to a to a shop and buy your own yeah. stuff. We know that isn't going to happen because that doesn't. There's no mechanic there for it to happen. No. So that, no. that was that. It's that that line was funny, but amongst that, yeah. uh, surrounded that. Sorry, surrounding that line were things that they could have actually done. The, the big yeah. maps, like I said, at the start of that, three maps, a new ghost type, you know, things like that. Those things can actually happen and can impact the game. I will say, like, um, I watched the streamer, um, a big streamer. He does a lot of Phasma stuff. He was testing the new door mechanics. So one of the things that they've included, apart from sound, there's been a few sound yeah, updates. Yeah, they've updated some sounds. Yeah. They've updated yeah. some sounds, which actually is is good. But I think um, I don't want to sort of I don't want to big this up as as what it already is because unfortunately we've got to a point where like casual street casual players coming into this will go. I I it was difficult before. I as a as a player of many hours that I've put into this, I can enjoy the updates. But I'm not everybody, and I understand. So it's it's going to be difficult to not to be biased towards the game. Um, and so yeah. it's, it's very difficult for me not to be biased towards something that I actually do enjoy. And when an update does come out, and I, I've got to try out, I've got to I've got to be not one of the first, but I've got to be one of the many who try these things out. The 
the way that they've the the streamer was I'll go go by what his his words were. Some of the changes were very unnecessary. The door mechanics, there for those who are not familiar, there is one of the houses is Edgefield House that we were trying out. Um, I tried it out. I streamed it today. Um, that instead of opening right to left, it's now left to right. So that means that you're in the firing line. If the ghost does walk into that room, you can't hide behind a door because the door has oh, enough. Oh, it's on this side now. Yeah. So and it's not on that where side. Some I places see. they haven't moved the door. What they've introduced is a radiator. So you've got a rad next to the door, next to the wall. So if you stood next to, if you use that as a hiding spot, it doesn't become a hiding spot. It, the the because the whole mechanic of the ghost is that if it can't see you, it can't catch you, sort of thing. And that's you know the the whole point of this game is a hide and seek, mm. uh, ultimately. Yeah. And if yeah, there's yeah. no hiding spots, then it loses its ability to become a hide and seek game. Um, so yeah, I can totally agree with what you were saying there. As Freddie said, you know, amateur there's all hiding spots. A professional, there's only um, two. Intermediate, there's three, sorry. Uh, uh, professional is two, and Nightmare is one. If you're playing on Nightmare and you're a casual, then you won't be a casual player. Um, and, but if you wanted to try it out and try it out with a group, like you said, if there's four of you playing, where do you hide? Where do you go? And yeah, so I can understand yeah. why that takes away from the experience of wanting to play and do well if every time you go into a game, you're going to keep dying. So yeah, you're losing your stuff. You're not gaining any any currency, any XP because you're to keep dying all the time. So I do feel I do feel that they've made a bit of an er error. I I will agree with a lot of what you said. I know it is coming from the Steam forums more so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hopefully they they realize that they've made a little bit of a mistake in this. Um. Like I said, I can play it casually. Uh. I can play it at any time. I can play it solo. I can play it with a group. It is better with a group because you can bounce off each other. You can talk to each other. But um, yeah, I can play it solo. That, but again, I don't want to be biased towards the game. And I did. I, I, I was afraid of, of coming across as being biased. And I no, knew I was no. gonna. I knew I was gonna get asked the the difficult <laughs> question of what do I think? Well, what yeah. do I think personally? I like the changes, but I'm not a casual player. As Freddy said, I've got a lot more hours in this. I've got a lot more experience in this. So you any changes that, that they make yeah. um, are aimed at a more experienced player. They're not, yeah. they're not aimed at the casual player. They're not aimed at yeah. getting new players on board. If you're selling right. something and you want people to come on board, then changing the mechanics of the game too much changes the experience for people who have just bought. They're, they're going to get either refunded or they're, they're going to complain about it and say, well, I was having fun and, and now you've changed it too much or you've changed just to, like nerfing the doors, like, I, like you said. Those, those things are not great for casual players and they no. really need to revert back, either revert back to or if you don't change, like if you can, if you can change those doors from switching and light switches as well got moved. Mm. Uh, um, something i noticed i was quite excited i was really excited i was going around i think i had someone in my chat and jachi jellyogo who's one of our big uh followers for all of us came he's in. our biggest fan biggest yeah. fan <laughs> of um, all of us. he came in and said you've you look really excited when you're talking about it. yes i can take i can i 
I did get excited for a lot of the sound changes. There is now keyboard sound changes. There's mouse clicking sound changes, which was never there before. There's the um, lockers, which now have a squeak to it, which um, sound more authentic. But again, if you're a new player, you won't, you know, necessarily notice them. Would you? you won't necessarily notice them, but you you're going to find it difficult to to escape a ghost hunt. The whole point of this game is hide and seek. If you're if you've already gone in, got all your evidence and you've not been jump scared then it loses its appeal so that they need to i need they need to come back to that a bit as well they need to start bringing back not make don't make the game hard than it already like i don't i obviously will say it isn't difficult but in some places i i was getting some of the ghosts wrong but that was just me just on the day yeah just on the day it's just me not playing it but the game i still enjoy it i still appreciate some of these changes but if you're a casual player coming into this, you're going to find it very difficult to to really feel what those top tiers are feeling. You know, those top streamers. If you're watching those and you're going, oh, I want to play that because this person plays it and that person plays it and they, they, look, they make the game look really easy. And it, it isn't easy. It's not going to be easy for you. Doing it on, a, um, on an intermediate, intermediate or or amateur like because you'll start off as an amateur you start off as intermediate you're not earning the rewards that a professional player has or who when i say professional player i mean i don't mean the the level of professional i mean like a top streamer you're not going to you won't experience that because they've got so many hours into it um the great the guy i was watching was i think we you might know him as psycho um uh, i think he's swedish he was saying that a lot of the doors were unnecessary and you can't hide behind them, but he knows that. He's a professional player. He knows that a ghost's line of sight is so oh, much, yeah. so many um, so many degrees before it spots you. He knows what the field of view is of, of the ghost. He knows the sound it makes is a revenant because he was like, well, that's a revenant, not another one. Went into, the, went into the game and he was playing it. Went into the next game and he went, oh, we've got another revenant. I'm like, <laughs> how did you get that? Because he knows the sound the ghost makes before it even materializes and appears. So he was yeah. testing, he was road testing the, the door mechanics. And if I didn't know any better and I bought this game, I would not have known how to use those doors effectively. So he yeah. was saying that there are places you can hide, but as a casual player, you won't know that. You're going to have a very bad experience because of this chat, this update. And I would say, I feel very bad for that. I feel very bad for the casual players at, at this point. I yeah. just hope that they revert back to something or it just take away some of those box, those horrible yeah. areas. It's, just It's like yeah. I was saying earlier, Steve, yeah. about the difficulty like, on the... On the easier difficulties, have more hidey homes and have it as it was before. I like, had the doors yeah. as they were on the on the lower settings and just change it for the the harder settings. So the more because the more experienced players are going to play on professional or nightmare, yeah, and yeah. you know the, the hardcore base is going to play on nightmare and nightmare only because that's where the challenge is. Uh, professional can be difficult sometimes, but I still feel a lot of the ghost events and stuff is RNG. I still think a lot of the stuff that they've implemented is very good when it works but a lot of the time we've known ourselves that we've wandered around a map for an hour and nothing's happened yeah you yeah. know yeah. It's, you know it's 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 very hit and miss especially on the big maps the big maps is where the problem is because nobody wants to play the big maps because the ghost 
either gets lost, stuck in a wall, or just can't be bothered, just sits in a corner somewhere, you know, yeah. while we're yeah. while we're pottering about and then it might we eventually can't even get find it ourselves. Yeah, and we, we can't find it and we can't hear us or we, we're nowhere near it, you know, it's it's very difficult in the larger maps. And um, the larger maps last a lot north of an hour of at least forty minutes plus. Um so a lot of players are like, Well, we don't play the larger maps because the ghosts either don't work or it takes too long. Um so that, and then even on the smaller maps like um Edgefield and the and the and the like um the smaller maps even the ghosts sometimes don't work they don't materialize or they don't do what they, like, you think it's a spirit but then it's the twins but everything points to a spirit you know because you're not getting the stuff that the twins are supposed yeah. to do and things yeah. like that. And that's that's my minor gripe with the game um and that's where a lot of the complaints have been as well is like you need to sort the ghosts rng out so we get a more you know full experience because uh, i still wonder i'm still along the lines of the game is great but it needs yeah. it needs it needs a bit of fine tuning, and I don't, I, it was, yeah. this will turn into a massive phasmophobia podcast at this point. Um, <laughs> I think I think maybe we should just put a pin in it and, and yeah, discuss I think, this another yeah. time. Yeah. Um, the ins and outs of all the gameplay and stuff, because I think yeah. uh, it might be a good idea to go into detail about some of the games we really do play a lot. And I've you know I've still yeah. played quite a bit of this. But you know, even though I'm nowhere near Steve's ast- Mr. Steve's <laughs> astronomical hours, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm still 130 hours plus into this game, and I've played since start. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I've, uh, we I've, all have. Yeah, really. we all played since start, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a casual, but I'm, I think I'm a little bit higher than a casual. So I would say I'm an average player. I can, like, yeah, your average player. <laughs> just, just, yeah, for, I would say that too. Just for clarity, um, I've got 540 hours. Yeah. So, so. he's, he's, yeah. Uh, as we're comparing numbers, I just, <laughs> let me see. I got hundred, hours. 147 yeah. hours. Woo! So look at you, not <laughs> beating my piddly um, hundred hours, so, hundred twenty <laughs> hours into the dust. <laughs> just to give, just to give, sort of like, yeah, some sort of clarity on, like, when yeah. I say how many so, hours I've got so, on sorry. record, four hundred and forty hours. Recently, I've done about six hours. Nearly nine hundred hours between us then. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah, lot. It's a lot. lot of hours. <laughs> All right. So uh, that will put the opinions for the phasmophobia discussion. Obviously, this is just not just my. It's not just our opinions, but this is the stuff I've read on on Steam. And just to, just to clarify, um, these opinions are their own. They're nothing to do with us. Um, if you don't like any of their opinions, then you can go and read it on on Steam right now in the phasmophobia uh, open discussion forums, and you can go and tell them <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Uh, I don't encourage that, but uh, if you, if you want to have a chat with these people, they're on Steam. Be, be and the, the civilized. Chat, yes, be respectful. Be, yeah. be have a debate. Um, have a, have, yes, a, like, a healthy discussion. Yeah, and healthy. A debate is good, but yes. don't go in there going you effing. Blah, 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 blah. Why are you, you crapping all over? It's the best game You're entitled. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah, right. So news, news, and we're we're running into we're running into nearly two hours now. So let's. I'm going to breeze through some of this news. Yeah, um, go. go. Some of it quickly and quick. some of it's not so quick. Um, so um, Do half of it. Oh, there's only a few bits. Uh, I'm okay. only going to mention Ubisoft very quickly because no one likes Ubisoft. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, okay. uh, so okay. uh, Ubisoft have been in the news. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint is at its final update uh, this week and it's no longer going to oh. be updated or supported with new content. Uh, they have supported the game for uh, two years with 11 updates and they've added a bunch of stuff um, and put Sam. I didn't even know they put. I didn't even know they put Sam Fisher in the game from um, Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell, dude, isn't it? 
a Sam Fisher in it. But Sam? Yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I was. Uh, yes, I, I didn't even know you crossed Spencer over into Sam. this. Yeah, I've never yeah, no, played. I've never played Ubisoft this. and um, Tom Clancy in it. Tom, Tom Clancy, Clancy yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I've never, I've never, I've not played. I've played Ghost Recon when it first came out, and it was awful. And I never played it again. Uh, I know, I know, our good friend of mine, Sneak Assassin, plays it, uh, or used to play it until they done something to the game that broke it. Um, and then fixed it again, but he dropped it at that point because it wasn't working. So they're basically Ubisoft have been running around and around about trying to fix this game. Um, and now they're basically it's still not fixed. There's still loads of stuff wrong with it. The community that does play it is not happy that it's being abandoned. And But they're saying, oh, if you bought an NFT, you own a piece of history. Um, so they sold some NFTs for this game and oh. the game's now defunct. Not These NFTs are now worthless because the game is now dead. Oh my, you know, I, did some people buy it? Yeah, they did. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think I went into I went into NFTs. I think a little while ago. Um, I can't remember if it was last week or the week yeah, after. Last I week. We were talking about yeah, NFTs. So, yeah. Last so time. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. If you bought an NFT, then uh, I was just going to refer to listen to last week's podcast uh, about about NFTs. And um, yeah, moving on, Ubisoft shot themselves in the foot, abandoned the games, peed off their fan base as per usual. It's the, it's the Ubisoft way. If you're an Ubisoft fan, be prepared, just like an English person, to be disappointed. Because you are always disappointed with you, Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft. And they, they, Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> Oopsie, soft. Um, they're just absolutely <laughs> awful. Um, they're catastrophic, catastrophically um, appalling. Um, just, yeah, Ubisoft. Why? They're moving on. Right. So the next bit we have is um, this, uh, I've, got, I've got some good, good. Good announcements, but I'll save that for the, the last bit. Yeah, do the um, bad stuff, and then we'll go to the... So, um, going back to, uh, very quickly, and this will be very quickly, uh, working conditions in Xbox, of all places, Microsoft. Now, um, really? this, is, this, this, oh. is quite fu- this is quite funny to me, because they're trying to buy Blizzard, yeah. Activision, who has a history of, a terrible history, uh, we've covered extensively on the Bits and Pieces podcast, so we, we don't need to go into too much on that. But um, the fact that Microsoft are being named and shamed for literally doing the same thing, and it's Kotaku, again, bring it, breaking the news on crunching, on working environments, on how they're being treated. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail on the actual article, but you can head over to, um, this is from The Verge, and you look up there, um, go and read this Kotaku story about difficult workplace conditions at Xbox Studio. Google that and you'll be able to read the whole thing in its entirety. It is very long and there's a lot of detail in it that I'm just going to skim over because uh, it, you know it's it's more of the same that we've heard before. More of the stuff, I'm not going to keep repeating uh, repeating the stuff I've said before about game companies and the like. Um, but you know, it's basically the State of the K series and it is uh, the... Um, just to read this quick quote here, the, the uh, YouTube channel People Make Games reported on chain challenges as three well-known indie studios in a video earlier this month, so they're referring to a video they've made. Venture Beat, which is in the Microsoft family, uh, published a long article containing allegations that Ori and the Blind Forest developer Moon Studios, which is owned by Microsoft, which is an exclusive Microsoft uh, studio, is an oppressive place to work. And <laughs> it even references what I just said about Blizzard. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, so... Um, it says that they're just they're buying Blizzard and you know that why you, you've got more of the same and it's That's currently crazy under, and and this is just and there's also this is just one of the developers. There's quite a few developers that are actually uh, being rumored to be in the same position where they're being abusive, you know, crunching ridiculous amount of hours, underpaying their staff, not paying their staff, 
uh, staff can't afford to live, you know live in where that where they are. And there's loads, there's loads of um, articles on it, um, so you can look it up and have a, have a read. But uh, I will say this: um, Microsoft, what bloody hell are you playing at? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, don't you, do you? Are you just doing this for clickbait? Are you doing this for views? Are you doing this to get press? No. What 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 is it? What is the? Is it just oh we we bought my Blizzard so now let's become Blizzard? Let's let them take over us and and run our company the same way. That's really bizarre how it's, they. That that's just come out and Blizzard is, it's yeah. it's quite a coincidence. It's, like it's it, a yes, strange it's, phenomenon. It is very unusual to say the least that it be mentioned in the same breath, literally within a couple of months of each other as well. And the fact um, that they were saying like we'll like the fact they were like um, saying like what was it saying like we're talk, we're think about how we'll be working with Blizzard in the future, almost like. Saying that they don't agree with what Blizzard is doing, yeah, yeah. but they it seems they're being but well, they're, they're doing the company. same. They're doing the yeah. same thing, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hypocrite. It's so hypocritical. It's yeah, hypocritical. It's, it's it's so bizarre and it's strange. And you have to wonder, you know, how far does this route go? Go in yeah, the yeah, company. Yeah. How deep does the rab the wabbit the wabbit the rabbit, the rabbit well, the rabbit well, the rabbit well. Hunting rabbits. <laughs> so it, it's 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 a terrible situation for the gaming industry right now. There's there's so much resentment for the sector. Nobody wants to work in the gaming industry, and they're going to lose more and more people with all this sort of stuff coming out. So if your dream one day is to work for Microsoft or Sony uh, or um, you know Blizzard, you're not going to, are you? You'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to go, going to be a plumber because. I'd rather just deal with that nonsense than anything in the gaming industry. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, these big wigs, although it's not representative of the whole game industry, gaming industry, obviously the indie, indie, scene, is ma- indie scene is massive. I can't talk. Blah, blah, blah. The indie scene is massive. And obviously a lot of developers will head that way. Um, I, think, I think these big companies aren't going to be very big companies for very long if this carries on. Um, even, play, even PlayStations from software is in a similar situation. They've had some reports uh, of uh, crunching and mistreating staff as well. So, you know, Elden Ring is not an exemption from this kind of behavior. It seems to be, no matter how many, how much the public cry, how much the investigations are done by governing bodies and anything else that sort of investigates this sort of practices, seems to be getting swept under the rug. There, there seems to be somebody out there who's literally doing cleanup and making it all go away. And and, and it shouldn't, and the, like, even like the, like we said last week, Blizzard got a slap on the wrist, got an $18 million fine, or an, yeah. they set up an $8 million trust fund, which is well established. They earn $24 million a day in income. So it's not even a day's earning they've lost. And this is a set, and then whatever fines head their way, it's not going to make a blind bit of difference. The only way these companies are going to get the message is if fans and gamers com- combine their you know, united front and say, look, we're not buying a single thing. Of, of your products until you stop this and you can yeah. literally just stop giving you money. But it will never happen because no. the, the, there's so many people that don't care about this sort of stuff. There's so many people that just don't want to know about this sort of stuff. Oh, it's depressing. I don't want to know. Oh, it's, I don't, yeah. it's nothing to do with me. You know, yeah. Everyone's busy. Everyone's got, you know, their ins and outs. And anyone that's not a gamer or not or is not into gaming podcasts or doesn't listen to gaming news or in the you know, information's highway of, of all of it, it's just going to be like, nah, nah, I don't care. Whatever, yeah. let's do what they want. I, I like their games. I don't care. So that it's it's always going to be a problem, um, but something does need to be done. 
And if any of these companies have a shred of a shred of decency among them, then yeah. they, they need to they need to step up and stop doing this. Yeah, you know, stop doing this to people. Nobody wants to work like that. You know, I've done I've no. done 17, 18 hour days uh, of pure graft and it's been absolutely it was hell. And that's not even in, in front of a screen. And and you know, being like because working in front of a computer might sound fun, but if you're doing an 18 hour shift, sat in front of a computer, typing away, you know, yeah. concentrating hard on code and trying to find problems and stuff, you're gonna be absolutely cream crackered. No and wonder got... there's lots of bugs in these games. Exactly. You know exactly I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like, called, it's called the flu because that's what they have when they're working too hard. Yeah, <laughs> they work themselves yeah. into oblivion. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. So yeah, Microsoft, pack it in, or you're just going to end up like Blizzard with with you know a very bad reputation, and you'll find your Xbox Game Pass numbers start to dwindle. Yeah, uh, at least a little bit. Well. At least a little bit. Uh, yeah, it ain't gonna make it. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's sorry, state of affairs. Uh, anyway, moving yeah. on. So, um, we're going to, I'm just going to touch over, um, Sony's uh, version of Game Pass. As I mentioned, Game Pass, Sony's oh, version goodness. of Game Pass and how not to do it, uh, is, <laughs> is, 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 is exactly the segue for this section. Um, <laughs> PlayStation Plus has come out and there's like a, they not only in, in America, it's a bit more complicated people buying it because they have like a million different ways to purchase it. Via the gaming cards and the cards and the and the other stuff you can get the value cards and there's little vouchers you can get and there's a there's a like you buy a year a month six months three months it is over here as well but yeah. a lot of a lot of um, sort of fans and gamers over there buy their subscriptions that way so there's there's a lot of um, sort of why are you doing this sort of thing so let me get into it very quickly um, so PlayStation Plus has announced three tier system to their PlayStation Plus they got the current tier system. Which is so, which is six ninety nine, uh, for, or five ninety nine for us in the UK, or six dollars ninety nine, or seven dollars ninety nine. No, sorry, nine dollars ninety nine for those yeah. in the states. Uh, and then the t- and that's your basic tier. That's you can play online, and you get your two now two free games a month on uh, on Game Pass, uh, not Game Pass on PlayStation Plus. Sorry, Game Pass again. <laughs> wires crossed. Uh, and then the next tier. Yeah. Is a uh, fifteen dollars a month. I think it would be ten pounds over here once it launches in June, um, and that enables you to there. You know the PlayStation Now. If you're familiar with PlayStation Now, that library yeah. of all yeah. the uh, some exclusives and uh, a, ha- a boatload of PS3 games and PS4 games. Uh, yeah, so you get that included with it. Um, so basically, they're merging PlayStation Plus uh, with their PlayStation Now for an extra pound a month. Or two pound a month, whatever it is, or a couple of dollars here and there, and that's like great. And then it's like, okay, that sounds pretty reasonable. You know, yeah. you get access to four hundred games plus, um, and I'm not. We don't know if it's going to include any of the any of new exclusives. So I don't think it's going to include any new exclusives. It might have some. It might I know it's including Returnal, mm-hmm. um, that like that came out a little while ago, and a couple of other PS5 games, but it's not going to include the entire library. So it's not going to be like Xbox where you get all the latest exclusives on day one of release. It's, it might be added like later on, like six months or a year later after they came out, come out on PlayStation Plus. Whereas therefore, uh, that's why it's not quite value for money at the moment. And then you've got the final tier, which is $18 a month, or I think it's $13.99 or $14.99 uh, yeah. a month. And this includes... Um, 340 games, which is a uh, backwards compatibility uh, games from the PS2, play, portable PlayStation, 
and PlayStation 3 era of video games. So you get a retro catalog of games um, added to your library, which they said they would never do. And oh. they, couldn't, they couldn't do because we'd not do retro. We don't have the facilities to do it. Liars. Our, our software won't run it. <laughs> it's not compatible. Liars. La, la, la. What a load of horse run it, wallop, wallop. Um, so, yeah, so, that, so you get a, a library of 700 games uh, for £15 a month. Uh, but bear in mind, only about 50 of those will be PS4 and 10 of those will be PS5 and the rest is an old catalogue of stuff. And to be fair, there is an awful lot of tack on, on PlayStation now. Um, stuff that's uh, very, like, not indie, but there's a lot of... Um, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from JRPGs because I love JRPGs, but there's an awful lot of obscure titles on here that you would never play in a million years. And it's, it's stuff here. So it looks so... It's just confusing. I don't, in my personal opinion, it's very confusing. The games are very confusing. There's a lot of, like, a bazillion menu. One game had, like, more menus in game. I felt like I was just playing through Menu Simulator. It was just like one Japanese game. It was just all menus and barely any gameplay. And I was like, after an hour, I was like, my brain hurts. <laughs> I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff on there that is a niche market. That we so let me say that instead, a niche market. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of old games as well. A lot of classics. Uh, a lot of good good old retro games. And I know a lot of that is it in thing right now. Retro is the big is the big um, thing. On back. I see. I see you. Help put your hand up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I speak, please? Sorry. Okay. Um, no. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, no. Uh, just to confirm that um, Sony has said any new exclusives on day one won't be in the PS Plus subscription because they said it would degrade the main exclusive, and how much work will go into them wouldn't be as much as it would be. They said. Just, I thought I'll let you know that the uh, it's um any no exclusives on day one won't be in the PS. Yeah, first I, I kind of gathered that. It's, um, yeah, Tony, Sony, you like that? Give me your yeah. money. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, buy buy the actual game and then subscribe. <laughs> yeah, buy the game, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me all your money. So yeah, so um the, uh, the reason I say this is how not to do it is because a lot of people. Um, but not in the, not in Europe. I think in Europe is pretty self-explanatory how they explained it. But in, in um, I'm not that I'm picking on Americans. Our, our lovely American listeners. But a lot of uh, you know, Americans have gone. What the is this? Why can't why can't we just pay one price and have yeah. all of it? Why is there a million different prices? Why is there a million different tiers? You know, it's it's just you know, it's just self-explanatory. But I just thought it was worth putting out that um, they're getting. I think it's unnecessary flack. For it, I think it's, it's if if you if you can sort of understand it, there's only a much small minority of people are complaining about it. But a lot of people have said uh, the, what the reason I bring up the day one exclusives are. Like everyone's gone, well, why aren't you doing day one exclusives? At least put your old, uh, at least put all the ones that have come out before yeah, this older, on here. Uh, yeah, you know, before it comes out, you know, put all your Horizon Zero Dawns on there, and you know, put the other stuff on there, like it's like your Ghostwire and things like that. Um, yeah. You know, put all that stuff on there to get people to buy it because uh, the thing, the thing, uh, the reason why Xbox does so well is because they always have brand new titles, whether it be an indie title or an established um, game, big, yeah, big a, big, a big release, AAA release. Even though I don't think oh, that's a different topic for another day, but I think <laughs> Xbox is 
stuttering a little bit in terms of quality, but there's going to be tons of stuff coming out this year. Um, so hopefully it will start to pick up um, yeah. the game pass wise, but there's been tons of stuff on there that's worth getting. And I think that's the problem with PlayStation Plus. They're here inherently because it's all really old stuff and it's like hard, barely anything new. It's not worth value for money. And that a lot of con- a lot of criticism has come that way as well, saying, look, you know, you're, you're charging nearly $20 a month for old games that only a niche, only a niche amount of people are going to play. You know, there's then the latest game or current game or the, you know, the teenagers have, you know, a lot of parents are paying for these game passes. I myself pay for game passes for my kids so they can play you know, the latest games and that and stuff comes out. Um, they're like, well, this is not really worth it. They already own all these games. So like, what's the point? So I kind of get it. I kind of get the like, the the, black, the blowback on it, um, but the fact that it's also unnecessary tier system. Just have one price. Just have one price for it, and then then be done with it. Don't start, yeah. you know, separating your plus from your. It's just it's just you might as well just will, keep it as PlayStation now. <laughs> I will just say that Xbox do have multiple ones too. They have PC. They yes, have they the do, console yeah. one. Yeah. So it's kind of, they're kind of in similar boats, yeah. I, I I would say. But I will say that Xbox is a bit more, um, under, like a bit oh. more makes, Sorry, uh, that, you know what I mean? It reminded me of something, Beth. Yeah. There is actually, there is, instead of, um, with PlayStation now, you could, you could, you could stream to your um, PC via your console. Oh, that's pretty but, terrible, isn't it? Yeah, so it's <laughs> awful. So yeah. now that's now just streaming directly to your PC on your PlayStation library, which is actually a quite a cool thing if you've got decent internet. So that is that is a a, a positive uh, okay. if you want to stream PlayStation games and you don't have the Elgato cards that mm. a, a lot of people use. So for me personally, that's a win for me. I yeah. get I get to stream PlayStation games from my my lovely PlayStation PC setup. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. So I get to get to put my mug on the screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right. right, so that's I think that's about it for PlayStation Plus. There is yeah. one more thing I want to mention because I know we're running well. Yeah. Our yeah. longest time ever it so far. It is the longest time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, um, we're going to have so... to watch this halfway, like, ha- what, like listen <laughs> to half. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back And then listen to half again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so the last thing, I was two just... things I'm going to end on. One thing is our friend Fortnite. Fortnite, okay. Uh, yeah, so Fortnite. the reason I mention this is because of the ongoing relief effort, obviously, in the you-know-what in the world right now. Um, you, you, you probably have heard of the UK relief effort um, for what's going on over there. Um, Fortnite yeah. raised $144 million for the UK relief effort. Awesome. So That's great. I will, yeah. I will applaud that. You know, give Fortnite awesome. credit where it's due. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a phenomenal amount of money. And I'm 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 sure that will massively help out everyone involved over there. And yeah. I still feel awful for the people over there right now. So I, I wish them all the best, and hopefully that, all that nonsense ends shortly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Fortnite, well done, and that's the only praise you're ever going to yeah, get that, from that me, in- right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The only <laughs> praise you're going to get from us. Yeah. So and the last thing I wanted to announce, uh, and some positive positivity, two Yay. two things to end the end the uh, the news section on. Is that we are getting a brand new Monkey Island game? Yeah, I heard about this. I'm so, so yeah, I heard about this. Uh, it's going to be out this year. I heard uh, it's Return to Monkey Island, and awesome. it's gonna. You know, I honestly, I can't wait. I, Monkey I Island love games have have always had a, a very special place in my frustration <laughs> and heart because they, they, I, I've yet to. 
I've completed only a handful of these games. Um, yeah. So tried and tested, it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome and it's going to frustrate the hell out of me, but it's going to be worth getting. And yeah. uh, these games are always so funny. Yeah, and great. I'm looking forward to a modern take with all the modern memes and all the modern jokes they're going to throw in this. It's yeah. going to be it's going to be great. There's going to be so many references. Yeah, to I can't, old I can't wait. I love it. It's going to be Guy Brush Threepwood returns in style. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be great. And, I'm going to uh, play through all the other ones because yes, I I've, I've played uh, just to refresh my memory. You know, like it's yeah. And awesome uh, just stuff. just also on the back of that, if you have um if you have a Prime uh, oh, membership yeah. and mm-hmm. Amazon Prime game in Amazon Games. You get the uh, Monkey Island games included. Uh, nice. there's, there's a Monkey Island Two is included. The uh, the remakes are included in this this month yeah. one, and they have been featured in the past as well. So if you didn't know, with your Prime that you pay for, uh, you get uh, on PC, you get an Amazon. You download the Amazon game app, and you can download the free games. There's usually four or five games every month you can download for free, and yeah. sometimes they have some AAA games in there. But the majority of the time, it's double A or indie games, yeah. and they're and usually really, really good. So I was the just most of say, them, yeah, they are good. They're usually really good, apart from the ones yeah. I played on stream the last week, the other week. I found some duds. I found <laughs> some duds out of the two hundred and forty-seven <laughs> games. Occasionally, I have they are actually quite good. <laughs> yes, but most yeah. ninety percent of the time, yeah. they are very good. Um, yeah. I, just, I just happened to come across a game I hate it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that is uh, Mon- Return to Monkey Islands, and that sums up our. Very special extended version of the Bits and Pieces podcast. <laughs> the extra, as, 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 extra, 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 extra long. Yeah. That's extra. what she said. Director's cut. The director's cut. Uh, so exactly. I think just so then before we uh, finish off, um, as always, then as we are getting close towards the end, let's should we uh, go into uh, Beth? My do you joke. have a joke of a week? Beth's joke of the yes. week. We will get a jingle. We will get that. Okay, so um, that's the only time you ever hear me sing. Uh, and I wasn't doing my best. Okay, so uh, my joke this week is <clears throat> What kind of noise does a witch's vehicle make? Brum, brum. Hey! <laughs> Hey. Uh, sorry it's a you. slow castle thank, thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you alright thank you <clears throat> and good night <laughs> good night well, and on and on that note I think it's time to end but before we do should we just do as always let's do the socials so that people know who you are what you do what you're getting up to and we'll let's start with uh, Freddy uh, let's start with you no Mr. Steve, we're starting with you. All right, we're starting with me. Um, yeah, so if you want to follow me, please follow me. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. 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 Uh, I, please. I normally do, I normally do um, weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, twitch.tv forward slash funny bits boy, B-O-I. Um, just to, uh, to clarify that um, for people not watching but listening, the spelling <laughs> of that. Um, I normally do play some um, sub games, horror games, usually on usually the first stream is three till six on a Saturday. The podcast is at nine o'clock as always every Saturday. Or at least it will continue to do so for you know for now. That can change. 
I'm not a full-time streamer, people. Sorry. So I'm <laughs> scheduling, scheduling may change subject to uh, availability and all that. Um, anyway, um, yeah, and the Sunday as well, I do like a three till six and then and usually at eight till late. I call it an eight till late. Usually that's um, community games normally on a, on a Sunday. Yeah. We usually have a couple of people coming in and we do. The last couple of weeks, we've been doing Devourer. Um, mm-hmm. We might, I don't know, I might even do... I some, need to join you for that. I yeah, to have to join that. us for that. Um, I have, yes, I have either that or Core Keeper during the day. And because it's a new update, I might actually do some Phasmo tomorrow as well. I did some today, but I might do some Phasmo tomorrow. So if anyone's around for that, three till six, usually do that. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. me. Um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, uh, at FunnyBitsB, or you can message, if you want to message me, and if you want to come and join the podcast become a guest um i think we've got a guest next week i'm not sure yeah, yeah, I don't, we have, yeah. no don't, no 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 we don't announce it yet no, no, don't. okay no oh, keep okay. it a surprise a for when it comes surprise. yeah keep it a surprise <laughs> yeah people might not want to listen now um <laughs> <laughs> no come back next week come back next week out. and you'll find out Who our uh, guest is. but so before i put my foot in the mouth apparently i didn't even know i was doing that no no one warned me no one warned me <laughs> Thanks, Beth. <laughs> right. You're, you're um, welcome. <laughs> who wants to go next? Get me out uh, of this 3D. hole. Go on, 3D. Okay. Right. Um, so uh, those that have, have tuned in to me this week will notice that, will notice that I had some uh, technical difficulties on uh, on Tuesday. So uh, back to normal next week. Um, I'm going to be playing probably, hopefully, Elden Ring on stream and some Resident Evil 8 on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, no, Sundays and Fridays, sorry, Saturdays, the podcast, kind of, kind of overwrite that. Um, so, yeah, come and you'll find me at uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash 3D show, and you'll find me on Twitter at the, the 3D show. Um, yeah, so come and I uh, hang out, follow. Uh, and I also have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, still the road to 100 followers. I would appreciate it. six subscribers, please. <laughs> Hello, yeah. it's my YouTube. Pretty please. Pretty come please. On. Come Let's on. Do it. Uh, I want to do my special on 100 at 100. Everyone, uh, go giveaway. over to Freddy's. So once YouTube, I hit 100. <laughs> and you subscribe to him right yeah. now. If you do not, you'll see, you, you'll see me in your, your dreams. Your nightmares. I will include Freddy's um, thing at the, in the description below the podcast. So if you link. The links yes, will be please. all the links are always at the bottom of the uh, podcast wherever you find the podcast. Yeah. Um, so there's two it. things that happen once I get 100 subscribers. One, cool. I get you get a giveaway because I'll do a giveaway, and two, and hot tub uh, stream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll, 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 I'll check in with Amaranth on that one and see if she can cover for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ask if you can borrow her uh, horse mask. Horse, horse mask. Oh, can, have you got? Have you got? What about a blow up? Out of standing? No, that'll do, won't it? <laughs> right. Um, yes. Uh, and then also, I, what also happens is that I get my cha- official URL channel name, so I don't Ooh. get a bunch of gibberish. So it'll be, it'll be a, a you know the Freely Show um, URL, which is I really, really want because it makes it so much easier to post. Everywhere else, because yeah. when I paste that long ass bloody thing in, it's just, uh, everything just goes no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it'd be it'd be really 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 helpful if you could head over and please please subscribe. You don't even have to watch it; just subscribe and let it list, sit in your list forever. Just yeah, just six yeah. six subscriptions, and it's free. I mean, it's not like Twitch where you have to pay. It's free. I will stress it, it is free. 
for those that don't quite understand how YouTube thing works. It is free. So I yeah. would really appreciate it. Also, Funny Bits Boy has a YouTube channel and so does Pizza Beth. So please go and head over there and subscribe to them as well. Yeah. Um, we yeah. are, our podcast is put up there on the, uh, on Funny Bits' pod, uh, YouTube as well, as well as his gameplays and stuff that he does. And also Pizza Beth has funny edits and stuff on her channel where you can go and watch I, Yeah, I haven't so, done... Some yeah, for a while, but I know, there but are some got, on there. You've got some stuff on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got uh, some stuff on there. Yeah, uh, that's all that's it for me. Content. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I just, uh, I'm on Twitch. I stream on Twitch, Pizza Beth. Um, and uh, I'm going to try and stream this week. I'm uh, going to play Song of Horror. I've been meaning to, you know, continue with that. Really? Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be playing Song of Horror. And uh, I'll go from there, really. I'm definitely going to try and play some more indie horror games because I've really enjoyed the other one I played. So probably more indie horror games. So if you're into that, come by uh, to my Twitch channel. Uh, the streams have been varied at the moment because, you know, I've been uh, kind of busy at the moment. But I should have a bit more time this week. Uh, so come on over if you just want to chat, if you want to give me uh, a suggestion for a joke. Please, I need them. <laughs> if you heard this week's joke, then you know I need it. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just on uh, Twitch, Pizza Beth. Search me up. And uh, Twitter, Pizza Beth one And uh, they're the main ones. So thank you for listening. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Freddie. Thank you, Beth. Um, we will thank see you. Mr. you. Steve. Um, thank you, Mr. Steve. <laughs> It's still a thing. Um, we'll <laughs> see. Always going to be never going to go away. No, it's, never. No, it's Better get used to it, Mister Steve. Boss, <laughs> Mister Steve, boss man. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time to let end. Let's end it there. Thank you very much for one of our longest ever um, podcasts. Um, hopefully, everyone enjoyed it. Feel free to look look us up on iTunes, Spotify, Now Music. SoundCloud, anywhere that does their RSS feeds, please, 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 please look them up. Write, write some reviews. Give us some five stars. If it's five, if it's 10 stars, give us 10. Um, just download it. Downloading actually helps the podcast grow a little bit more because it becomes recognizable that people are enjoying it. So follow us anywhere that you can. And yeah, please, 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 please give us a, give us a little bit of a lurk. Even if you just listening to it in your car, on the way to work, on the train, at the gym, wherever you want to listen to a podcast. Uh, this is going to be a good sort of two-hour sort of podcast so you can listen to it at the gym. Yeah. You're going to want to get out of there quick so you want to listen to it. <laughs> Download it. Um, that's yeah. it. We are done. Thank you very yeah. much. We will see you again next Saturday at 9. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.